You are now rocking, rocking with the best. Double rainbow, oh my god. Live on your radio, it's the Big Break with your host, Sean Garvey. I'm the dude. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Big Break Morning Show. Good morning, good morning. Can I even hear myself? I can. Okay, morning, I can morning, now. Morning. All right, I'm morning. Still trying to get this together, as you can see. Let me tell you something about technology, man. Let me tell you something about technology. You always learning something new each and every time you do broadcasting. <laughs> we still trying to figure things out here. All right, there we go. Now the banner is gone. Sean Garvey, DJ Rollum setting up his equipment in the background for the caffeine and energy drink mix. All right, so anybody that's, oh my goodness, y'all got to get used to this technology-ish. Now, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to the audience, DJ Rollo. Y'all got to get used to this technology stuff because um, I don't know everything. I don't know everything. <laughs> but I got people I got people on Instagram. I got one person that I can't hear you. You got to go to YouTube. got to go to YouTube. Beat Break Radio. Everything is on my social media page. <laughs> Everything is on my social media page. Beat Break Radio. Right. Follow me, uh, Sean Garvey ATL, on Instagram. All of the information is on Instagram. Yes, we're we're live. We're live, and <laughs> it is almost the end of the year. It's almost the end of the year, and um, you know, we had to come correct the best way I we know how. Music more than I hear <laughs> DJ Waller, man, how was your Christmas, man? How was your Christmas, dog? <laughs> DJ Waller, yo, yo. Oh, you? I don't think he can hear me. It was good. It was good. Oh, go. Okay, very, he, very blessed. Okay. Okay. All right, we're good. We're good, man. We're, we're, music stops. I'm like, where is that music coming from? I ain't wasn't. <laughs> you know what I forgot to do? I forgot to bring the volume down because I'm so used to. I'm, I'm, I'm so, so. There we go. That's there it is. <laughs> <sighs> Me and DJ Rollum are in the. We we're in the same boat. We're in the same boat. He's trying to get his ish together. On his end, on his turntable, I'm trying to get my ish together on my end. I'm live, and I'm still trying to get over this cold. So, I don't know, man. Do, do you think we should do the opening again? <laughs> do you think we should do the opening? I mean, this is the last episode. Uh, it's up to you. I, I mean, you probably still know. It's just that I wish I can get this monitor volume to go up, but I can't figure it out. And, gonna, and Big Sean is telling me to go on a mixer. And I'm like, I already tried that. I don't see an option. Not saying there's not one. I was just trying, yeah. trying to get all this done 10 minutes before the show. Get on <laughs> just to get the volume up. Everything else is fine. I know, man. We're going we gonna to figure it out in the new year. We got time. We're going to figure it out in the new year. You know. Let's let's do the opening again, man. Let's yeah. do the opening. Yeah. Let's do the opening. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's do it again. Let's do it again. 
Let's start. You are now rocking. Rocking with the best. Double rainbow. Oh my God. Live on your radio. It's the beat break. With your host, Sean Garvey. I'm the dude. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Okay, that sounds a lot better there. Welcome to the Beat Break Morning Show on 87 FM, 101 The Vibe FM, also on YouTube, Beat Break Radio. Yes, that's the, a lot better. <laughs> and on the Flow Television Network, we are live, baby. Live and in living dark skin. <laughs> Sean Garvey, DJ Rollum in the background, man. Okay, I have a question for, for Mr. Sean Garvey. You got a question for me already? Before we get into it. Yeah. Can I be on, can I be on the platform on two different um, uh, entities, but I'm going to turn the camera off on my phone so I can at least hear I mean, clearly? You can try. You can try as long as no feedback. As long as there's no feedback coming through here or... No, I'm not going mm. to have the camera on. I'm going to make sure the camera is off. Wait, man, it's too it's too bright. Clearly, it's too bright on my end. I gotta, I gotta, you know, I got the light. I got the light shining on my dark skin. <laughs> I got to do something about that. Wait a minute, did you just add yourself on again, DJ Roland? Yeah, that's yeah. yeah I I hear feedback. I hear yeah, feedback. You can't do it. You can't do it, bro. <laughs> Okay, all right. Yeah, man. You got to log back out, bro. You got to log out. Oh, well. I li- my listening ears very clearly as best I can. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, we being a little bit janky. We being a little bit janky tonight, ladies and gentlemen. But I guess you can blame it on the cold. You can blame it on the uh, flu. You can blame it on the flu. Cause that's what I got. Well, it's like cold, flu, corona, all mixed in one. You ain't got no flu. You just had, you know, you were just kissing too many of uh, uh, soul date females, probably, and whatnot, and got something. Shoot, I wish I was kissing on something. <laughs> I wish I was kissing on something. You get, you get to kiss every day because you married. You get to kiss every day, DJ Rowland. Yeah. You're married. That's yeah, man. the truth. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, follow right. us. Follow us at Beat Break Radio. Um, Facebook, Twitter. Wow, well, I keep saying Twitter. We're not on Twitter. We used to be on Twitter, but we're not anymore since somebody took over and wanted to mess ish up. Um, but we're going to be back on X. We're going to be on X uh, in 2024. But in the meantime, Facebook, Instagram. At Beat Break Radio I uh, got a lot to talk about I, I I owe you all a show Because I was bad y'all I was in a bad situation DJ Rollo I was in a bad situation I was sick Under the weather Everybody done got it Everybody that I know Is sick They done caught something They either caught the cold The flu Or Corona one and three or all I of the above. You good? You've been taking your vitamin D? DJ Rollo? Yeah, hey man, I got all the vitamins and then some. The only time I have issues is signing. This is other than that, I'm fine. But see, that's see that's what happens when you have a wife. 
to you. She looks out for you. No issues. She looks out for you, man. See, I'm not married. I'm still single, so I don't have nobody look after me. I gotta look after myself, and and Sean Garvey can't even look after himself at times. Just saying. True. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of a lag on DJ Rollins in. A little bit of a lag. Oh, man, we're gonna have to on the camera or my voice or both. Your internet. Oh man, 2024, man. Yeah, your internet. Your your Wi-Fi is not Wi-Fi. Or no, is it is it what they is it what they saying? Your Wi-Fi is your Wi-Fi is Wi-Fi. Chance to test it. I don't know, bro. Well, we we seeing a lag though on your end. (laughs) (laughs) Where's Big Sean at? Big Sean, come and help your father. Big wow. John, come here, big uh, Man, he at home. He working on my flyer for my debut. Oh, yeah, that's right. Coming in a few days, DJ Rollum on Twitch. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah, man. He is currently working on Yeah, man, big things. Big things for both Rollum and myself, Garvey. You're going to be on Twitch. I'm going to be on Roku. Yes, man. 2024, man. That's that's why DJ Rollum is leveling up. That's why you see that big-ass turntable on your TV screen right now because he's leveling up in 2024. Yeah. But we're not going to take that lag with him in 2024, though. We're not going to take that lag with him in 2024. So in the meantime... Until he can figure out what's going on with his internet. I got to shout out the cough drops. Let me pull it up on the screen here. Cough drops. This is going to save your life, people, if you are under the weather. Okay. So you have just heard two pre recorded conversations of me interviewing two women. Um, from the Mental Space Show Earlier this evening On News of Talk 1380 WAOK I wasn't in the studio um, But I did get a chance to Interview Both Dr. Jillian Watley And Dr. Alexis Moreno Moreno I'm sorry Moreno Dr. Alexis Moreno Let me make sure I get that right uh, Two Psychologists That specialize In Working with people in both the classroom and in media. But if you missed the show, uh, you can go to YouTube, Beat Break Radio. Go to YouTube, Beat Break Radio, and go back and check out the video. But don't do it right now because we are doing Beat Break Morning Show live right now. But go to YouTube. And while you're on YouTube, subscribe. Be a subscriber today. At Beat Break Radio YouTube um, But yeah Shouts to The cough drops here So you know I've been sick For the past couple of days I caught the bug And <laughs> And I didn't think I was You're not seeing the brand 
I say no, no, we, no, we're not. Oh, we're just not. cough drop. Oh, is that Walgreens? Are you you, you shouting out Walgreens? Well, I didn't say the name Wal. Well, you, I was about <laughs> to say it. I just said cough drops. They're not paying for no ad, but I still got to shout them out. You were showing the bags, so I was just thinking. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, I know. But I say this: if you are sick, if you are sick under the weather. You're not feeling well It's too late for you to go get that shot You know what I'm talking about That flu shot You can't get it while you sick But what I will re- Recommend or suggest And uh, you know no. and, and Take as many cough drops as possible Each day Don't Go into the kitchen Or wherever you put your cough drops at more than likely in your bathroom or what have you and just put one in your mouth per day no 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 no. you got to take them frequently like at least maybe four to five cough drops per day until you start progressing until you start feeling like you're getting a little bit better because because here's the thing like i said you can't get a flu shot while you're sick you just can't you just can't you can't get a flu shot. So take as many cough drops as possible. Drink a lot of water. I definitely recommend herbal what about tea. Cough syrup. What'd you say about cough syrup? What about cough syrup? Like this what's that? Dissum? Or di- I, I take NyQuil. NyQuil does help. It make you fall asleep very quickly. Oh, you want me knocked out. Okay. Yeah, you get knocked out. Like Mike Tyson will knock you out. Pow. Definitely knock you out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. So Nyquil, cough drops, herbal tea. And vapor rub. And DJ Rollin got a wife for that. And vapor rub, okay. Yeah. <laughs> vapor rub. There you go, man. So you're welcome But disclaimer I am not a professional licensed doctor So Be very careful When it comes to getting Medical advice from me (laughs) But These definitely did help me These definitely did help me Gotcha Yeah Cause man Let me tell you Last night Was bananas Not only that I was sick my car was sick So quick story um, I, I stopped by a, I, Actually I stopped by the same store That I got the cough drops from That you see in front of you Right And I came out of the store Got into the car And I'm about to drive Like okay about to head to the home About to head to the studio And get ready for the B-Break Morning Show Because I was ready DJ Roller I went ahead and promoted What the show topics were going to be about And everything And then as soon as I turned the ignition on Car would not start Man I was using so profanity Like I was a rapper Yeah, absolutely. 
So Carr would not start, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it, did let's see. it did start Chris. earlier. It did start earlier. I was able to crank up the engine and everything. But what's happening, and, and this is the first time this is this situation ever happened. So the situation is is that I have to wait two to three or even four hours at a time for the car to be cranked back up. <coughs> That's a little bit of the cough right there. Um, mm. And so when the car starts cranking up, right, it's drivable. You can still move and everything. But when you turn the ignition off and then you turn it back on, it will not crank. So you got to wait two to four hours, maybe not even that long, maybe like two to three hours for it to crank back up. So what does that tell you? Because I'm not a mechanic. It tells me that it has something to do with the starter. So I got to get my car repaired again. And I just had it repaired. I, I had I had the car repaired not too long ago. But I got to go back and get the car repaired again. Yep. That's what happened, ladies and gentlemen. So that's why I couldn't wow. give you all a show last night. Due to some physical and technical issues. My car was sick. And I was sick. I was sick of being sick. <laughs> so there you have it. But I'm here now. Well, but I'm here now. And I think And I think mm-hmm. DJ Rollum's internet is sick too. I think DJ Rollum's internet <laughs> got COVID. <laughs> Cuz he's still lagging. I see somebody in the comments saying DJ question mark question mark question mark Are you on your laptop computer or on your phone? He's going to comment he's going to reply in like 10 seconds watch I am on a laptop You're on a laptop computer Wait 10 seconds With a dual monitor With a dual monitor Do you turn your dual monitor off? I can How long Wait wait Now I'm I'm going Now I'm going geek squad on you tonight (laughs) But this morning I'm going geek squad on you right now Live on the radio do you leave your do you leave your monitor on all day and all night? Okay. You gonna what you're gonna have to end up doing is cutting the whole thing off. You're gonna have to turn it off, turn 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 everything off, and then leave it off for like ten seconds, and then turn it back on. And we start the whole thing. 
Because that's what happens. I, I know that has happened to me plenty of times until I realize, you know what? I've been leaving this bad boy thing on all day and all night. I got to turn it off and turn it back on so it can reboot. Because that oh, can come. Camera's still on. <laughs> camera's still on. Camera's still on. Of course. Yeah. We, yeah you know, I had the monitor off. Yeah, people can still see you, but you still okay. need to turn everything off and then turn everything back on. Okay. All right. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. There you have it. <laughs> We're going to get it right. We're going to get it right in 2024, ladies and gentlemen. We, we are. We are. We're going to get it right in 2024. All right, the Beat Break Morning Show, uh, Sean Garvey, DJ Rollum, and you, right here on the Flow Television Network, and on 87FM, 101 The Vibe FM, Reach One Network. Make sure you check us out on Roku TV, Apple TV, Fire TV, and wherever you get your streaming from. And we're back with DJ Rollum. From another angle... DJ Rollo, come on, bro. Yes, from another angle. From another angle. Is this better? It's a little bit better. It's still a little lagging, though, but. I'm not holding no phone. <laughs> I'm going to have to come over there and see what's going on with your equipment, bro. <laughs> It's just the camera. I mean, everything else, internet-wise, works fine. The question I was, you know, I, I don't think you answered my question earlier. Do you leave your monitor, your or your your modem, your your internet modem? Do you leave it on all day and all night? No. Oh, okay. You turn it off and you turn it back on. I mean, it's 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 the, the Wi Fi, so yeah, the Wi Fi is, is is far. Is I know I probably thought about getting a booster in here, mm. which I it did come across my mind because of where the uh, internet is located. But believe it or not, many years ago when the internet wasn't here, it was still lagging in here, and I had everything in here. When you talking about years ago, you talking about the the age of the dial up. <laughs> I was talking about like within seven years. Okay, post dial. So, yeah, about seven years. Post dial. It wasn't dial up. It was clear. Let me guess. It was clear. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be careful. I'm still getting under this weather, so I can't laugh as hard as DJ Roller. Yeah, <laughs> I, I try not to make any anything too funny. I mean, it's gonna be funny regardless. It's, it's still it's gonna be funny. We got a funny show tonight. We got a funny show tonight because um, so many a- areas that we got to cover within this period before uh, we close out. Because this is the last episode of 2023. The last episode. We haven't done really too many episodes this year because both me and DJ Rollum we have lives. We have different realities now. Our reality is totally different than how it was five years ago, ten years ago. We have different realities now, you know, and um, 
life happens but we try to give you as much content as possible you know i've been doing the soul days live thing and of course the mental space other projects dj roll you know married life dj gigs you done got more dj gigs to me in my personal opinion you got you receive more dj gigs since the pandemic yes uh, that is true um what has happened is that some venues and some places are still trying to make up for two years of loss mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons the other reason is is that um if you're i get repeat customers so they know your style they know how they want it uh-huh. and everything um and then i'm partnership with 93rd entertainment with dj Roland productions and uh i'm on uh, 93rd entertainment's website so he covers basically the southeast okay. from florida um the Carolinas, Tennessee, Alabama, uh, Mississippi, um, Tennessee, possibly Kentucky. He's originally from Ohio, so he goes to Ohio at times. Um, but yeah, you know, DJ Roland has always been getting bigger and bigger, and and it's always good networking, you know. So yeah. it was it was good. I'll say majority of the summer I was at a Spanish restaurant. Uh, that went good until the GM didn't like what I was doing, even though the the customers and the manager at the location liked what I was doing, but he didn't, so he stopped it because mm-hmm. I wasn't playing enough Spanish music. <laughs> you I wasn't mean, playing enough Spanish music? Yeah, I mean, it was the Mexican restaurant and he wanted to have a lot of Latino and Spanish music playing, in which I did play. Um, but some folks got tired of hearing the Spanish. They want to hear some regular music. And that's what I did. I played the regular music. And uh, and he like, what are you doing? You know, I'm like going back and forth. People don't want to hear Spanish all the time. When 90% of your customers are American and black and white. You know, so why do I feel like this is why do I feel like why do I feel like this is a you may be a racist and you don't even know it segment? <laughs> I didn't put it yeah, out there. We gotta we gotta bring that segment back, man. Just a sidebar note. But uh I know man, that's that's a very sticky situation, man. Yeah. Yeah. Very very sticky situation, you know. I mean, people want you to play more than just Spanish music, but then when you start playing the Spanish music, the guy come up to you and be like, "What's going on?" Yeah, I, mean, I, I was about I was... to get, I was about to get into my Spanish accent, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be canceled, even though I'm already canceled, you know. <laughs> We did a cancel uh, culture before, so like amigo, my thing is amigo, this, what you doing? You know, you what you doing, senor? Senor, what are you doing? <laughs> Actually, I had someone sound like that too. I had someone sound just like that. 
Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, you and these adventures with your DJ adventures, man. We need to do, we need to have you do a new segment on the morning show, The Adventures of DJ Rolo, where something tends to go wrong at times, but you still put on a great show. You still put on a great show. Even though something goes wrong, even though something tend to occur during these outings that you be at. I don't know. DJ Roland Almeida, an owner of a business, a Hispanic Spanish based business, angry. <laughs> Amigo, what are you doing? What are you doing, senor? It's not what I told you to play. I didn't put my foot in your enchilada. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. Uh, DJ Rollum. Yes, sir. Ready, you ready to get into some topics, man? For the, for the. Yes, yes. Yeah, we got a lot to cover. We got a lot to cover right here on the morning show. Uh, we're live, ladies and gentlemen, on all platforms where you get your streaming from. Facebook, Sean Garvey, YouTube, Beat Break Radio. We're going to figure this Instagram out thing too Because it's not getting me Any type of notification That we're streaming live on IG So we've been trying this new thing out Where we can go live On Instagram as well too While we're simulcasting Simulcasting, excuse me Simulcasting on All the platforms that we've been Simulcasting on for quite some time now But it's not giving me It's not showing me no type of Notification or anything saying, okay, you're live. Hmm. Like, what's going on here? You know, I just think in 2024, we cannot, you know, really rely on technology too much, DJ Rollo. I don't know if you feel the same way or not, but I, I just think that us as human beings going into 2024 and beyond. I think if we rely on technology too much, it's going to be a recipe for a disaster. I don't know. In if certain you're... cases, yes. I'm I just agree. saying. Yeah. But here's my opinion. Um, technology and the internet are two different things. If you run your life totally on internet, something's going to happen. We're in this stage now that technology is 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 uh, ran, but it doesn't have to be run by internet. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, you know, for the DJs that that follow me and and and, and viewing right now and listening, um, you know, good and well, your software that you use has to do an update. Okay, do an update, but are you running your show? Or part of your show off the internet, so I say you shouldn't. I mean, have internet ready for requests that you may not have, which is normally way out of the box. But uh, I feel you. You know, that's why people can still do the vinyl. You know, from the, from the DJ world, I. I uh, I sometimes, believe it or not, miss the rabbit ears on the TVs. 
for the I don't miss it at all. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't miss it at all. I mean, you know, I you tell don't those, miss that at all. I tell those things. I was up. like, because hey, you gotta remember when you're on that digital, that deals with with the internet. Yeah, it's that's true. Cases. But yeah, but we also had cable. We also had I mean, the yeah, cable. cable. We had, ain't going we had yeah, cable I mean, is not going nowhere. <clears throat> we had the cable box. Right. We, we had the it cable the cable box. I didn't have my mom and I, we didn't have much trouble with the cable box except for, you know, when it stormed or when we had inclement weather at the time. But I remember as a child, I would throw the antenna, the rabbit ears. That's what you call them, antenna, but we call them rabbit ears. I used to throw the antenna to the floor. And want to beat the ish up because it was giving me a headache. It wasn't giving me all the channels that I wanted to watch. And I said to myself, "Look, I, I can't take it anymore." Like, mom, we need to get cable. Well, and she was like, "We can't afford it." Well, can I call my uncle up and see what he can do? Because <laughs> he was about that life. <laughs> It was about that life, that free cable. <laughs> well, I got you, but here's the thing: it's like how some folks get uh, are, and we're in the stage of. I'm not gonna get into too much of this topic, but people are tired of Trump. In order, the, the digital version of TV came from Bush, so he he put this in place. He got rid of the rabbit ears. Is it because he decided to, or is it because he had to? Because I feel like if Probably Bush, if, if I feel like if Bush didn't want to do it, somebody else would have came in and did it. See, you can't you can't stop change. You can't stop change. You can't stop technology if somebody else was going to put it out there if if he couldn't do it somebody else will just saying can't stop change hmm. yeah just saying change is going to happen you know it's a matter of if you can adapt to change Cause see, here's the thing, you know. Because see, see, people, people had to get used to the converter box, the digital converter box that came out in 2006. People had to adapt to switching from analog TV to digital. But here's here, here's here's my thing. Who's who's in the younger stage can't 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 deal with change. Who in the younger stage can't? You say can't or yeah. can? Can't. Can't deal with change? Right. The elderly people. That's why I said the younger people can handle the change. The elderly can't. Oh, I thought because I thought you asked the question who in the younger age? Yeah, the younger age can't, you mean, can't handle the age change. Group, what the age older group? generation can't handle the change. That's the thing. People, I would say, born. Mm-hmm. Um, every I I, say, I I say every age group cannot handle change. Every the age younger group. group can change better because that's all they're doing is changing. Yeah. But I mean, but but here's the thing, DJ Roland. Here's the thing. Do you think 
the people in the 1700s <laughs> could adapt to the change in the 1900s. New. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. That's just what it is. Every age group cannot adapt to change. They, you know, but they have, but in, in the grand scheme of things, it's like they, you either choose to adapt or you, or you don't. I just don't want to, I want to know what's going to happen in 20 years from now. 20 years 20 from now? 20 years, how, how the world will look uh, compared to 2023, 24. People are going to be walking That's alongside. Really would like to see it. People are going to be walking alongside with robots. Oh, so they're going to be making love to robots instead of human beings? Oh, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> next topic. Yeah, <laughs> you you, you that's, brought that part. That's up. that's for that's for the next episode in 2024. <laughs> that's for the next episode in 2024. Um, but really quick. Before we go into our topics, we probably won't get to it till the top of the hour, the the next hour of the beat break morning show, you know. Because um, speaking of change, uh, we got to change up some of the stuff that we're doing with the beat break morning show, so that way we can enhance everything that we are doing. See, we we as broadcasters, right? You know, I I gave people. The entire story of how I came up in broadcasting. Switching the knobs, pressing buttons on the board, and now doing this, which I'm still somewhat doing to some extent, engineering the show and everything, you know, having to host and produce the Beat Break Morning Show along with DJ Roland. Um, but yeah, I mean we we're gonna be Doing some new stuff with the Beat Break Morning Show in 2024. I'm interested. I'm I'm interested. I'm excited. I'm enthused. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, but I wanted to show you all some of the gifts that I received for myself. <laughs> Christmas. So question. Before we get into some stuff. Have you ever bought anything for yourself for Christmas DJ Rollo at all in my life or, or in your entire life have you bought oh, yeah, anything definitely. you gotta make sure you're happy you should never resort nobody to can make you nobody can make you happy but yourself exactly like what you see in the background this is an investment uh-huh. I bought this the green screen I know you, people can see and and the uh, the turntable on it was uh, shown earlier in the show. Yeah, that that was purchased by me. That's an investment. That was um, was it Christmas? I can't remember about the turntable, but you know me about to um, broadcast on uh, on the internet the DJ live. Um, that's an investment that I decided to do. So it gives me an opportunity to have our listeners and viewers mm-hmm. to hear me 
and whatnot. Yes, they listen to our show, they view our show and whatnot, but now they can actually see what I actually do. What makes the sounds of DJ Rollo come to the Big Break Morning Show. Okay. Was this a Christmas present also? Yeah. It okay. was part of the Christmas. It's yes, part of, it's part of your Christmas. You know, I didn't get all at once, you know, we had to budget it out, you know. Right. Just don't blow your money. You gotta budget it out, do the things you need to do. Yeah. And um, and that's what I did. Yeah, man. You know. Yeah, because people get into debt. Easy. Even before even before the holidays. People get in right. debt before the holidays and they get into even more debt after the holidays. Mm-hmm. I'm in no debt. They just be like, man, I, I'll make it up. I'll make it up. I just work overtime. <laughs> yeah. And be you find out your overtime is on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Be like, damn. Shouldn't have had got that. Shouldn't have got that toy for little Jimmy. Damn, what was I thinking? Oh well. But for me, I I did something which is, of course, splurge on myself. And so here's the thing: when I was a kid, I was the only child. So that means that, yes, ladies and gentlemen, my mom spoiled with me. Every Christmas, I received a lot of gifts. Not only from my mother, but from other family members as well. You know, me being the only child and what have you, right? And I would get a lot of board games. I get a lot of board games. I also got a lot of sport-based games. You know, of course, I had video games. I had action figures. I had all the things that every child wanted, right? Like, no cap. My room looked like a toy store. <laughs> so you're the small version of Toys R Us. Toys R Us didn't have anything on me, bro. What? Yeah. It was like a toy land inside my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Every Christmas, I would get gifts, board games, video games. Action figures You know water guns All the things That you see promoted on TV Right And then years later I was starting to get Into this thing Where I felt like I outgrew those toys So what did I do I gave all my toys Away to my cousins and I even donated some of the toys to charity and, you know, donated some of them to the thrift stores. Because at that time, thrift stores would allow you to donate whatever unused or used toy that you may have in your possession that you no longer needed. You remember, right? Oh, yeah. 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 And then looking back at it, I was like. Damn, I was a dumbass for doing that. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't know. You didn't know. You didn't know. You didn't know because because you could have made some money. It would have been worth a lot of money, but then it would have been so hard for me to give them up, knowing what I know now. I remember 
having this toy from Magic Works. And for all my vintage old school people that are like toy fanatics, know what I'm talking about. It was one of the toys from Magic Works, which was owned by Milton Bradley at the time. And it was the type of magic trick where you put a skeleton inside of a box and then you shift it to where it looks like the skeleton how can I explain it it's like a, a split where it shows the skeleton has been split open in three different patterns you have to go on YouTube and look it up and see it for yourself. But is that a David Copperfield kind of game? Or something? <laughs> this was Magic Works. It was very popular amongst okay. young kids in the '90s, in the early '90s. Oh, see, you know, you split that, it. You that, split that's it. why I can't relate to that part. <laughs> but I'm saying, you take the skeleton, you put it inside the box, and you split it in three ways, where it shows the skeleton body. Like their parts are split it up in three different directions, and then you put it back together. You take the skeleton out, and the skeleton is back in its usual place. Like the skeleton body is back in its in its regular place, but then when you put it inside the box and you split it in three different patterns, it look like the entire body. Has been split it all over. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's that sounds very interesting and and whatnot. Sound like a cool cool type of toy to have to experiment with um, with magic and whatnot. Yeah, that might that's why it's called magic. Option to get into magic to into the magic field. You know, to see right. if you want to take it to the next level and actually practice on some other stuff. So, yeah, it almost makes you want to be a mag- uh, magician or something. A magician. Yeah. 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 That was pretty and cool. It was pretty cool, but I was a dumbass for giving that up. <laughs> and the reason why I said I was a dumbass because it's one of those toys that you can no longer get anymore. Like, I saw somewhere on eBay that someone in the United States or someone globally got the last one. How much they paid for it on eBay? <laughs> I think someone sold it for almost close to a hundred dollars. Just a hundred? I thought you may say close to a thousand. Last time I checked, it was like almost close to a hundred dollars. But they probably they probably had to bring the price down because at that time it was like okay. I don't know if I want to buy this little magic trick thing for a thousand dollars. Nah, oh. but then somebody brought the price down. This is my speculation. Somebody brought the <coughs> price down and said, "Okay, we're just going to give it away for a hundred. All right, I pay for it. A hundred dollars. Okay, sold to the person willing to buy it for a hundred dollars for a Benji. Okay, all right, for a Benji. Yes." So the last one, damn it! Yeah, but um, there's a few toys that are no longer in the market anymore, right? Because they don't make those kind of toys anymore. DJ Rollum, this was like in the right. '90s, right? But well, I will say I will tell you what is still 
out there in the market. And I'm going to throw out some names. Okay, now of course, Scrabble. That's oh, that's the, a forever game. That is a that's forever, a forever game. game. That is that indeed it is. America's favorite. Right? Scrabble? No, I would say America's favorite. You don't think that's America's, America's favorite is, game? What is it? I would say uh Monopoly is is America's favorite game. Uh, Monopoly? Maybe that's second to one. Cause you have <laughs> Scrabble, Monopoly. I never did like Monopoly. I never did. You know. I mean the the game looked very fascinating. <laughs> but I never I love maybe, maybe because I lost a lot to my cousin Jenna. Shout out to my cousin Jenna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a girl beat me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always like getting the cheap properties first so I can get build up. <laughs> but I will say I will give props. <laughs> oh, yeah, I will give props. Oh, wow. I will give props to Monopoly because it taught you about economics. It really did teach you about economics, financial literacy in that game. And I didn't know that as a kid. I was just like, okay, it's this little white man with this big ass mustache, you know, prancing around the board game and I'm just collecting money and it has this go to jail thing or whatever. I mean, looking at it in hindsight, DJ Ron, I, I it might have been a little bit racist. It might have been a little bit racist. Monopoly. Possibly. Maybe possibly. A little white man with a big ass mustache and this go to jail thing on the board game and I'm a black guy playing it. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm in my hotel moment. My bad, but <laughs> I don't know. You know, you know me you, as a kid. As a kid. You, I'm not going to get political on that game. I just know what the purpose I enjoyed it for. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. If you want to get into a more of a symbolism up about it, but as for me, I just want to get the cheapest properties and get as much daggone money I possibly can because you got to pass my property in order to go anywhere else. All right. Well, you can see what's interested on. in paying 400, 400 or $1,000 for a boardwalk. <clears throat> I want you to get, get Baltic Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> then now, you, now you can see why DJ Rollins' mindset is the way that it is. There you go. <laughs> All right. So I said Scrabble. You said Monopoly. What about Mouse Trap? What? Mouse Trap. Mouse Trap. I heard of it. I can't remember playing it. Mouse Trap. Forbidden Bridge. I know you all may thought I was going to mention. Board games like Candyland, The Game of Life, Clue, Clue, yeah, I like Clue. I like Clue. If you're into that whole mystery thing, mm-hmm. um, but let me let you all know what I got because we're at the top of the hour. But let me know. Let me, let me show you what I got for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Here's what I got. Here's what. Here are some of the things that I got for Christmas. I got this right here. Let me see if I can get the camera to show it right here. Okay, boom. All right, so if there you go. All right, so you remember the 
the basketball game Hot Shot, which was also yeah. from Milton Bradley. I was a Milton Bradley type of person. You know, it was like this beef going on between Milton Bradley and Parker Brothers, but that's a whole different conversation. Right. Um, this is kind of like a different makeup of Hot Shot, but this includes two players as opposed to one. So that's what I got. It's um, it's pretty much like a, a face-off basketball game that I got. Ages LeBron th- James on there. <laughs> no, LeBron James face is not on here. It's not on there. But I should put my face on there. So I got that. And then I got this also too. Bam. Scrabble. Yep. There you go. I like one thing about Scrabble, it does increase your vocabulary to a certain degree. Yeah, to a certain degree because it didn't help me in that department. Um now that's not it. That's not what else I got. Now I didn't mention this. Right here. See? Get up. Connect four. Connect four. Oh, they really changed it. It's not yellow anymore. No, it's yellow. It's still yellow because yeah, the box like it was blue. No, like it's yellow and red. It's yellow and red. It's yellow and red. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I got the updated version of Connect Four. Where you know you turn it around and all that, but I like the old version better. Like that, I like the old version better. But yeah, that this it got the Connect Four. Now remember, these I are gifts that you bought, or these are some gifts that someone actually bought for you. Now some of them I got from my mom. The others I got for myself. So like the Scrabble game and the Connect Four, I got that from my mother. But these two games Actually no I take that back One of them I got from my mom And the other one I got for myself Okay So remember when I mentioned Forbidden Bridge Which was also A game owned by Milton Bradley And one of the most popular games In the 90s And I may have been The last one Or one of the few people To get this but I got my own Forbidden Bridge. Gotcha. There we go. That, that's more of a better okay. angle right there. So yeah, gotcha. I got this Forbidden Bridge game. Now it's gonna take me a minute to put everything up. It's gonna take me a minute, DJ Roland, because it's not like it was when I was younger. Right. All right. Now I got a few other things. But I'm not going to be able to show everything on the Beat Break Morning Show. But one more. One more. One more board game I got on Christmas. You ready, DJ Rollum? You ready for this? Mousetrap, okay, okay. 
remember you saying it. I just had to see it. Now, now, now I kind of remember what it is. <laughs> yeah. Me. I know what it is now. Yeah. Yes. Mousetrap. See on the back. Those are some of the games that I got for Christmas. Now, all those things took me back to memory lane as a kid. It really did. And I was just so happy, DJ Roland, that they still had these games in the market. Because remember, some of the games that they had for us in the 90s, they don't make anymore. But they still have these kind of games out here in the market. And I was like, man, I miss being a kid. Here's the thing. That's great that they have them, even in, in 2023. But what does the younger generation... I'm looking at Sean and the younger... My, uh, my big Sean. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Generation and younger. Right. Will they appreciate those type of games? Do they even know that these type of games exist, though? Some of them do. Depending yes, on how their parents raised them. Or raising them. Yeah. Some of them do, but not a lot of them, nope. Yeah. I would say nope. A lot of them. No, no. Mm-mm. Nah. Because it's, everything nah. is not a, we- a, a PS4 or PS5 and Nintendo Switch and, and, and all that. It, everything is not... It's not done like that You know Everything is not A game That everything, you play On the TV All the games Are on phones now On phones Yeah Yeah That's their Christmas present You know Their Christmas present Is a new phone A new iPhone Yeah a new phone Right You know or, No job But they got the, 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 the latest iPhone No job <laughs> Or they got a new car Same Got a new car. Please. I didn't. Have, I didn't get my first car until I was. So I guess those parents are ready for their insurance, then, right? <laughs> ready to pay that 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 uh, extra three hundred dollars on their Man. insurance because you know they can't afford it on their own because they're under the age of twenty five. But see, they didn't have it. They didn't have it like us though. They didn't have it like us though. Growing up, they didn't. They didn't have it like us Ooh. growing up. Nah, nah, they missed out. They missed out. <laughs> now, as you all saw moments ago, this mousetrap board game that I have in front of me. Imagine if some makers did a remix on this board game. Maybe a remake of it. And instead of calling it Mousetrap, they call it In the Trap. <laughs> or or instead of Mousetrap, Housetrap. <laughs> or Trap House. I might, you might as well have it. Make sure VH1 got some money off of that. <laughs> No, I mean, can you imagine somebody coming out with a board game and calling it House Trap or Trap House? I can see it happening. And and it's kind of like, and and whoever would make the board game House Trap or Trap House 
it would be kind of like the same formula as Mousetrap, but it would be like a, a survival game of you being the player, right? Let's say you you're the the board piece on the board game, mm-hmm. right? And imagine the character wearing. I'm sounding very stereotypical when I say this, <laughs> but imagine you being the board piece on the board game, and your dress is like street gear, pants sag down to where you showing your boxers, your briefs. You got a white beater on, right? You got nothing but locks in your hair. You probably rocking that Smoke beard. No, nah, not a maybe not a cigarette, maybe like a black and mild or something like that, or black or and mild, black and mild or weed, smoking weed, <laughs> smoking weed. You got locks, beard game on point, and you walking inside that trap house. <laughs> and the object of the game is for you to go inside the trap house and make it out alive if you can. Make it out alive if you can. Make it out alive if you can. That's the object of the game. <laughs> House trap. <laughs> Let's see if you can survive. You go inside the trap house. Uh, let me see. Man. You got to get past the dope boy. You might have to fight him off. You might have to fight off the undercover cop that might be inside the house. You might have to fight off the trap bay. And, you know, every trap house got to have a trap bay. (sighs) Got to fight off the trap bay. You got to find where the coke is at. You got to find where the weed is at, where the drugs at. That definitely won't be a child's game. That's going to be... um, for adults only, <laughs> for the wrong reasons. You might have to find that. You might have to find that game inside of a, of a trap museum or something. <laughs> what was that? What was that? Two Chain had that pink house. That would be a perfect place for that game. <laughs> Ooh! Imagine if Two Chains was behind that game, behind that board game, house trap, money, money maker, money maker. They playing Make shake sure your. Give Sean Garvey some money for that. They playing shake your money maker in the background. Nothing but trap music in the in the background as you playing the game. I mean, just imagine it. You know, you you finding off trap bay. You find up. You finding off the dope boys. You finding off the 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 DA. I mean, the DEA, the undercover cop inside that trap house. You trying to collect as many guns as possible. You trying to collect as many drugs as possible. You know, you're going through all these different rooms and stuff trying to survive. <laughs> right. House trap. Coming to a toy store near you. In twenty twenty four. In twenty twenty four. They don't they don't want to sell that at a liquor store. They could. Could sell that at a liquor store, man. Yeah, sell that at a liquor store. Uh let me see. What else they could sell that? Could sell that at a thrift store. 
Yeah, man. I can see that being mm. on the market. And now you know what I can also see? I can also see all the different black organizations outside protesting. <laughs> This is what they're selling to the babies. I don't know how I got on this subject, y'all. I don't know, man. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not gonna say her name, but her name came to mind. I'm thinking, like, if that goes to the market, I can see her be putting a protest. <laughs> I'm not saying her name, but it's a her. <laughs> yep. Mouse trap. House trap. <laughs> the board game. The board game. Coming to a hood near, near you. Yeah. Man, let's take a break, man. Let's take a break real quick. Uh, <laughs> right here on the Beat Break Morning Show. We're going to cover these topics really quick before um, we say goodbye to 2023. Last episode of the Beat Break Morning Show. And the way that I have been talking all evening all morning depending on what time zone you are in the way that i'm talking this may be our very very last episode of the beat break morning show <laughs> i don't think so oh, i don't think so it's, it just it's the viewers love us and whatnot we love you they, they look forward to hearing us so i don't yeah. think it's going to be the last but you know it's just the last one for 23 <coughs> yeah 2023 yeah Getting ready for some new stuff in 2024 And uh, man I can't wait I'm excited I'm excited On here live with you While I'm under the weather DJ Rollum In his new DJ studio Getting ready for 2024 as well Uh, We're going to take a break We're going to talk about this uh, Taraji P. Henson outcry This KRS-One response to The 50th anniversary hip-hop grammys jonathan majors I, I mean pretty much just black entertainers talk about black excellence at its finest sarcastically <laughs> speaking <laughs> you said said a keyword sarcastically speaking sarcastically <laughs> i mean this is uh, if this ain't black excellence i don't know what is right i don't know what is so we're going to get into that when we come back from break. It's the B-Break Morning Show. Make sure to follow us at B-Break Radio on Instagram, Facebook, and soon to be X. All right. B-Break Morning Show. We, we, we will be right back after these messages. And then a word from our sponsor. Hello, I'm Scott Strauss. On 9-11, I was a New York City police officer assigned to finding survivors buried under the rubble of the World Trade Center. Those were difficult days, but what kept me going was seeing the way Americans joined together in unity. It didn't matter if you were a Democrat or Republican or anything else. For 9-11 this year, now a national day of service, let's rekindle that spirit of unity by doing good deeds. Visit 911day.org to learn more. First, they said cigarettes were safe. We know how that turned out. 
now they say they didn't market e-cigarettes to teens? Fact. More than one in four high school students are vaping, and 80% say their first e-cigarette was flavored. Vaping is harmful to developing brains. The reason we think vaping is safe? Marketing. Same lies, different day. Tell Big Vape to quit lying. There's a place to share gossip about the office party fun and a place to share the story you tell everyone. There's a place to share a laugh about when things went wrong and a place to share the video of you dancing to your song. There's a place to share spare change, lunch, and your time. But we could all be better at sharing how we're feeling inside. 76% of employees have struggled with at least one issue that affected their mental health. When you share, you're not alone. Hey there, I'm Lance Bass, and this is Chip. And for more than 100 years, American Humane has been protecting animals in times of crisis. And if you're like me, your pet means the world to you, and you want to keep them safe if disaster strikes. American Humane's first responders are always prepared to rescue animals in danger, but you can also help. To learn more about disaster planning and keeping your animals safe, please visit AmericanHumane.org. Not all people are the same. And yet, when we visit the doctor, our treatments don't look that different. Why is that? Because we just don't have enough information to do it better. By gathering health data from one million people, our country's best researchers will be able to develop treatments that are as unique and complex as we are. With this new information, doctors will have a better understanding of disease so they can innovate the next great breakthroughs in medicine. Learn more at joinallofus.org. All right, and we're back. Welcome back to the Beat Break Morning Show right here on the Flow Television Network, Reach One Network TV, 87 FM, 101 The Vibe FM. We're on a Wednesday night, an unusual night for us to be doing the Beat Break Morning Show uh, due to some unfortunate circumstances that happened the other day with me. Still trying to get over this cold. DJ Roland. Healthy as a rock, which I'm just envy of. <laughs> envy of, but you know, I'm still, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Getting better. Um, okay, so it's time, DJ Rowland, time to get into some topics, a couple of topics as we get ready to close out 2023. Uh, 2023 been a great year. Yeah. Good, you know, good, bad. And ugly It is what it is No different from Any other year Before 2023 And we're gonna see some Good, bad, and ugly moments In the next few years to come That's just what it is That's the reality of things um, But a few things I, I felt like we had to cover Though um, Because I wanna offer And uh, along with you too DJ Rollum I wanna offer a different kind of insight, a different kind of perspective that nobody isn't talking about or didn't get a chance to talk about. But, you know, that's why we have the platform that we have right here, the Beat Break Morning Show, because, uh, you know, we, we tend to give our perspectives and insight on things as well pertaining to pop culture. And, of course, uh, we only have a few days left 
as we continue to celebrate 50 years of hip hop, which the Beat Break Morning Show was founded on. It was founded on hip hop. Um, and on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, we're going to be doing an all marathon of the Beat Break Morning Show all day, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Because we want to continue to commemorate hip-hop And we're going to always commemorate hip-hop 365 days a year But um, we're getting to the KRS-One response And MC Shan response to hip-hop, Grammys um, Get DJ Rollins' perspective and my perspective on it But let's first talk about Taraji P. Hansen DJ Rollins Now, of course, Taraji P. Hansen was on our show once upon a time on the Beat Right Morning Show, she was promoting From the Rough, which was an independent film years ago. And uh, she played a golf coach for an all-boys golf team based on a true story. I had the pleasure of interviewing Taraji P. Hansen. And if you did not see that interview, you can go on YouTube, type in Sean Garvey, Taraji P. Hansen. Matter of fact, <coughs> when I get a chance... Um, I'll post it on my Facebook page, Sean Garvey on Facebook, so you can check it out. But it's out there. Um, but this particular interview that Taraji P. Hansen was in recently as she was on her media tour to promote The Color Purple, which I'll get into in just a few moments because I had a chance to check out the movie before it hit theaters December 25th, Christmas Day. Taraji P. Hansen was on a Sirius XM satellite radio show and it was the interview that, or the, the part of the interview that a lot of people have been talking about for the past few days, the pay disparity, uh, along with herself and, you know, putting in the grind, putting in the work that she'd been putting in for years leading up to her being nominated for an Oscar and going on to do amazing things in film and in television. And uh, she breaks down. Doing a live show And uh, even after that There were some things that she did say That went viral On the internet Pertaining to Empire uh, Another thing we'll get into in just a few moments But let's play the clip DJ Rollum Of what Taraji P. Henson said Regarding the pay disparity So I want you all to listen to it real quick Oh did I just remove myself? I'm sorry I meant to take myself off camera real quick Um have you all listened to it just in case you've been sleeping under a rock and you didn't get wind of what she said but uh, let's play the clip and get your thoughts Taraji you had the audacity to say you're thinking about getting stopping acting we said stop talking mm. are you thinking about it um mm. I'm just tired of working so hard, being gracious at what I do, getting paid a fraction of the cost. I'm tired of hearing my sisters say the same thing over and over. Um, you get tired. I hear people go, you work a lot. Well, have to. The math ain't mathin'. 
And when you start working a lot, you know, you have a team. Big bills come with what we do. We don't do this alone. The fact that we're up is a whole entire team behind us. They have to get paid. So when you hear someone saying, oh, such and such made $10 million, no, that's not, that, that didn't make it to their account. Mm-hmm. Know that off the top, Uncle Sam is getting 50%. That's right. Okay? So do the math. Now we have $5 million. Your team is getting 30% or whatever your team is getting off of what you grossed, not more. after what Uncle Sam took. Now do the math. Mm-hmm. So... I just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm only human, and, and it seems every time I do something and I break another glass ceiling, when it's time to renegotiate, I'm at the bottom again like I never did what I just That's did. Said, I'm everything. tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I get that. I get that. Yeah. All right. Taraji says she's tired. She says she's, uh, she says she's tired. And she also said that the math isn't mathing. Yeah. Man. She had a whole lot to say in her commentary. Um, the, the possibility, because it's fair to say, DJ Rowland, the possibility, because we don't know what Taraji P. Hansen's next move is going to be after the color purple. Some people say, oh, you know, I'm, done with my rap career i'm done doing music and then a year or two later they drop a new album (laughs) it happens right you you tell the public you tell the people you tell your fans hey i'm retiring i'm done but then a year or two later you you back like you never went anywhere and it could be a number of reasons but in taraji p hansen's case it's because she's not getting paid enough to be in these box office films. Please. And, oh, oh, Roland, he said, please. DJ Roland said, please do explain. Okay. Uh, Taraji Henson has been in this game practically 20 years or more. I'm saying 20 as a minimum because we go way back to uh, the one he did. She did with Tyrese. Baby boy. Was in her big, yeah. Baby boy, baby which was her career. break, which was her breakout role. Yeah. Yeah. That was 20 years ago and whatnot. And um, was it 20? Up. Was it 20 years ago? It was, was in the it? 90s. No, no, no. Baby Boy came out, I want to say, Baby Boy came out in 2000. Okay, we're in 23, 20 years. <laughs> 20 years, okay. Give or take, 20 years. And then in the teens of, uh, <coughs> of 2000, she did the uh, series Empire. You know, so she's been in many other roles um, besides um, the current one, Color Purple, and some other roles. I can't think of the name. Well, of well, it. let's let's be clear though. Let's be clear. I mean, has it really been twenty years or twenty years for her taking on major projects? Because okay, not major projects. Okay, no. okay. But she's been in the game. That's what I was saying. She's been in the game for twenty years. 
she has grown into it. Well, has gotten we, more right serious. Okay, um, you know, more serious type of roles and, and whatnot. Okay, she does okay. deserve the check because if you look at her white counterparts, mm-hmm. when they broke out, they got paid probably within that first or second movie less than five years in the game. Why does she got to be different? Why does any other actress or actor need to be different and whatnot? Because just because, uh, and, and, and everybody knows about Taraji P. Henson. This is nothing brand new. She's not new to the game. She's done her thing. She paid her price. And I had to bring her up. But that's what Monique said years ago. I think the delivery of Monique got her in trouble. She was saying the right stuff. It's just her delivery about it. Trisby Henson just came out doing a uh, interview and 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 it felt in her heart that she had to put it out there. Mm-hmm. So she definitely deserves it. And stop getting these low ball prices on big time roles and whatnot. And and just because uh, her white counterparts are getting ten times more than what she's getting after the taxes and the the crew, blah, 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 and all that stuff. Why can't she get a piece of the pie? Mm. And a lot of black actors, and not just black, any colored actors, get that type of um, type of uh, pay and, and think like, okay, this is what you get, this is what you deserve, and, and whatnot. That, I mean, I look at Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry has, has opened up a lot of avenues for black actors that a lot of white uh, uh, companies would not do. I mean, I still see on Instagram, even though it's like two or three years old, he, she, uh, Tyler, um, Tyler Perry pays Cicely Tyson $1 million for a small role to say thank you mm. for what she has done in this industry. He did it. Why couldn't someone else just say thank you for being who you are as, as an actress? I mean, look what Viola Davis has gone through to get to where she's at and whatnot. Or better yet, look what Angela Bassett is doing. Getting the highest paid uh, TV role actress. Mm-hmm. So they deserve it and, and, and the money's there. They just need to stop BSing around and actually deliver what they're supposed to deliver and stop BSing about it just because who their white counterparts are. Mm. I think to me, and you know, I am for one, I look at it from different angles here. One, does Taraji P. Hansen, especially a woman of her caliber, deserve to get paid more money? Absolutely. And and I say that before I go into my other talking points. I say that because I've been there. I know what it's like to get lowballed in 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 various opportunities in media, in broadcasting. Because let's let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a hundred. A person who works in any type of Labor industry outside of entertainment, right? Outside of entertainment industry. A 
person who's a sanitation worker can make more money per week than the average actor or actress. And that's not an opinion. That is a fact. You can actually Google and and look it up. Actually, I'm going to Google and look it up myself here. But from what I understand, there are people that work in different industries outside of the entertainment industry that get paid more money than some of your favorite actors and actresses. Even some of them that have been in Oscar-nominated or Oscar-winning movies. That's a fact. (laughs) But, yeah, you know, when you get to a level of making these movies and not being around your family for six months to almost a year and traveling around the world and and being in movie and doing things uh in these films that you may not be like uh you know i don't know but then again mm, because i remember martin lawrence when the whole controversy happened with him playing big mama you remember the movie big mama house and how Martin Lawrence was criticized for dressing up as a stereotypical elderly woman. He said in the interview, and I'm just paraphrasing, you can only imagine how much money (laughs) I got paid off of being Big Mama. (laughs) If If you could only see the check... That I got from playing Big Mama. Uh, yeah. Uh, but why do I bring up Martin Lawrence or actors like Martin Lawrence? And what does this got to do with Taraji P. Henson? I, I think it stretches beyond Taraji P. Henson. Because this is nothing new. You know, like you said, you brought up Monique. And the, and the reason why Monique... Did what she did at that time against Netflix and the backlash that Monique got from it and what have you. Um, I think a lot of actors are, you know, going through what they going through the same thing that Taraji P. Henson went through. But and it's not enough of them speaking out about it. It's, it's not too many of them speaking out about it, except for your Monique's and your Taraji's and your Viola Davis. But I also remember the late great Chadwick Boseman gave his check to a white female actress who played a cop in the movie 16 Bridges. Was it 12 Bridges or 16 Bridges? 16 Bridges. Because she wasn't getting paid enough. And Chadwick Boseman offered portions, or if not portions, most of his money that he made off of that movie and gave it to her. So I know people are looking at it as a racial type of thing or what have you, but I think a lot of actors, no matter what color they are or what have you, I think is it. I think it also boils down to the time type, the type of team that you have, you know, from your agents, from your managers, you know, especially your agents 
or, or the people that's in your team because you're supposed to have people in your team, DJ Rollum, to negotiate how much your client is supposed to make off of that film. Last time I checked. Because well, if, if agents ain't doing that, then why do I need you for? Okay, then. And that's in this case, then, the ones that are making those top dollar ones, they need to get those type of agents. I love Tom Hanks. I'm a Tom Hanks fan. Why, why isn't um, a lot of the black actors using Tom, Tom Hanks' um, agent? Neo DiCaprio, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, yes, yeah, get his age. I may say his name wrong, sorry, (laughs) but get 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 his age. One's making top dollar, right? Why the black eight? Why not black actors get having those same agents? It's like, okay, I know it's, it's it's still sidebar, but it's still in the same scenario. Um, I gotta go on the sports real quick, just real quick. And I'll go back to what we're talking about. Sure. Jalen Hurts has, has a uh, rookie um, agent, black female, got him at that time the highest paid contract for a quarterback. First time. That was by luck. And she knew the game and did what she had to do. LeBron James. Um had his friend who uh, started off in the in the agent industry, and he is a multi-million dollar um, uh, company now. So something's being missed if you're not going back to the Raj P. Henson. Something's being missed that is not being negotiated when they get these parts. <laughs> To get lowballed on um, payment and whatnot. Or like Taraji P. Henson saying, the math isn't mathing. It, it, like I said, someone someone's not doing something correct in order to get paid right. Does she need to fire her agent? Does she need, you know, really talk to her agent? Does Ooh. she need to uh, search what other agents that, like a Tom Hanks, has to see? What is her agent not doing? What? what? Something's being missed. I'm I'm glad you the- said that. I'm glad you said that because Taraji P. Hansen recently revealed during a recent SAG after conversation moderated by Variety's Angelique Jackson that she fired members of her team after her career hit a wall despite the global success of empire which of course you know it being the fox musical drama series that she starred on for six seasons Mm -hmm. as cookie right you know who played the hell out of cookie oh yeah she she said yeah she said she said quote firing everybody after cookie everybody had to f and go where is my deal Where's my commercial? Cookie was at the top of the fashion game. Where is my endorsement? What do you have set up for after this? 
that's why you all haven't seen me in so long they had nothing set up all they wanted was another cookie show uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's what Taraji P. Henson said no, yeah, yeah. That, that had to be done because you don't want to have her turn into a Jimmy Walker ooh <laughs> being real yeah, I mean, Jimmy, Walker yeah, Jimmy was Walker. used as a uh, uh, way of showing how stupidity works, and it worked for a long time until the end of the show. So Jimmy, Jimmy Walker, looking, good time. Yeah, they, they looking to see what is, what what is next on a show. I mean, on a character, not just a show, a character like Cookie. And 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 and, and I always said this, said this for so many daggone years. Negativity and sex sells. So mm-hmm. um, they, said, I could see why she did that because they were trying to head into that direction, and she was not going for it because she knows she's a better act, actress in doing stuff instead of just uh, being a character named Cookie. Mm-hmm. She's better than I forgot her her, her, her character name on uh, on Baby Boy. But she's a better actress than that, you know. So just because she does those type of scenes and whatnot, does not mean that that's all she can do. Like, like an instance, uh, uh, what was that? Um, I forgot his name, but the character played Bubba on um, on uh, Tom Hanks's movie. Uh, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Yeah, they thought okay. because he played the the, the role so well. They thought he had a speech problem. It's called acting. <laughs> and he lost gigs because they thought that's how he really talked. But it's called acting. That's what you're supposed to do. That was the role he had to play. So he got low-balled and, and got um, low type of roles and whatnot, knowing that he's a good actor himself. Luckily, he, he was, was on, uh, I believe, is on some Chicago TV series. I forgot. He's been in a lot of movies. He was in Heat. Yeah, he's been in a lot of movies, but I'm saying in the, since Forrest Gump. Yeah. He got lowball because of they thinking that he had a speech problem. I read that. You know, so it's it's you you're you're more than what you are, and that's why I wish we had more Tyler Perry's out there. Not to mimic what he does, but kind of do the same thing he's doing. You know, put get more chances, put more uh, uh, emphasis on on black and, and Latino <laughs> actors and actresses and whatnot to do their thing because that's what they uh, I, um, can do. I heard Tyler Perry pays actors a lot more money yeah. than the other films that yes. actors have been in that were directed. By other folks that did not look like Tyler Perry, or right. or that did look like Tyler Perry, but didn't pay them squat. <laughs> That's what I like about Tyler Perry, man. I mean, I, I, I am so proud of him. I, mean, yeah. I was not a good, I was not a great fan of uh, of his acting of the Medea. I appreciate it because he was doing it anyway because it was still a little bit different. Uh-huh. But I, I appreciate what he's doing, but. Man, there's need more Tyler Perry's out there. I ain't say you gotta have studios or anything. Just do what Tyler Perry's doing, and I hope that what's his name? Who's trying to own um, ABC? I forgot his name. Byron uh, Allen. Yeah, I hope he does 
more similar things like Tyler Perry. You know, he wants to own technically a white company like that. He wants to own. He wants to own billion dollar company. He wants to own ninety percent of everything that we watch. Yeah, and I hope he's going to put some um, some black and and Latino actors into it. It's not always resorting thinking that we all need to see number white folks. Look, I had a conversation with the EP of the Mental Space, Simone. I had a conversation with her offline. I was like, you know, if Byron Allen buys BET, if he had, if he would have bought BET, it definitely would not have gone back to the BET that we grew up watching. Next thing you know, we would be watching Modern Family on BET. Like, what is this show doing on on BET? <laughs> what the hell? Oh, oh, Byron, Byron Allen. It's not going to go back. We, I, I don't expect things to go back to what it was. I just want to enhance to what it was. Enhance it. If you enhance it, that means more money. Yeah, you know, I'm not well, saying bring Donnie Simpson back doing video so the the the. Well, no, he already century. does. He already does that. He always it's on Tubi. It's not on B. It's on Tubi. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying in general, you know, enhance right. what you what we used to watch and whatnot. And, and put more money. I think to me, me personally, mm. um, a show like The Wonder Years, the black version and whatnot, I think that show should have lasted and whatnot. That show should have lasted and, and it didn't because it was folk, a lot of, if a lot of white folks don't watch you, mm. it ain't going to survive. Mm-hmm. And that's the sad part. Yeah. Back to Taraji P. Hansen for a quick moment before we switch gears. Um, gears. How do you think the other actors reacted? We're just going off of speculation. How do you think that other actors from The Color Purple felt about Taraji P. Hansen's comment on that? You know, of course, it, it went all over the internet as well regarding her and Oprah Winfrey and somehow having somewhat of a beef between them because of what Taraji said in the interview regarding her not getting paid enough and almost turning it down, turning the opportunity down to appear in the color purple because of the pay and stuff like that. I, I think Taraji and Oprah had a behind the scenes, behind the doors conversation. But I don't think Probably. there's no beef though. Probably so, you know, Oprah went through her trials and tribulations herself, you know, um, starting her talk show in Chicago and then then it went uh, nationwide and all that stuff. And and uh, during those times, that's when she was in the color purple, when she was in the beginning stages of her talk show. So it all depends on who's backing you up. And, and uh, you know, Oprah gets semi-backlash or, or half-and-half backlash. Because she's a from, billionaire. Because she's a billionaire. Yeah, it's because she's a billionaire. And, and some people think she's not doing enough. <coughs> whatnot. I'm not saying... Um, I'm in between. You know, I'm okay. I'm not, I'm not a hating on Oprah because I know where she came from and whatnot and to what she is now. And 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 and, and uh, I understand how Tally, Tyler Perry. Like I said, I wasn't a, a true fan of him, and he um, look where he is at now, right. and whatnot. Um, Taraj P. Henson is 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 saying something that needs to be more recognized. It's just the thing about it is, it's the truth. 
and I know it's still it's it's, it's always they always treat women no matter what color normally normally uh lesser than 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 a man in dealing with money and that's sad it's never going to be you know in some people's eyes it never going to let women be totally equal on doing the same things that that men do because they're actually doing it what men do and almost doing it just even better at times so they just are in you know back in the 1700s as you said <laughs> earlier in the show mm-hmm. um in that mindset you know they don't want to accept it thinking men and women are always beneath men and sticking that way you know so th- i don't know it's, it's just the sad part about it i think there's some truth to that however goes back to my original statement i think a lot of people are affected by just the pay period in hollywood in the entertainment industry because we've seen over the past few months this year with what happened with the writers, you know, the writer strike. Right. That's why I'm saying this. This is beyond Taraji. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, because black actors are not only being affected. White writers, white actors. Yeah, you know. Tom Hanks, Leonardo DiCaprio, they in a different they they in a different caliber. They in a different classroom. Yeah. See, Jonah Hill in one of the funniest and one of my favorite movies, The Wolf, The Wolf of Wall Street, for his role, based on a true story. For his role in the movie as Donnie Azoff. $60,000 for his part. $60,000. What year was that? When the Wolf of Wall Street came out? Yeah, what was that in the late 80s? Early 90s? The movie? It was in the 90s, early 90s. The movie? No. The Wolf of Wall Street came out in 2013. Okay. You talking about about the the real real life story happened in the 80s. Okay. Okay. All right. But the movie itself came out in 2013. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean. I I mean, it's just. This goes beyond Taraji. I, and once again, I still stand behind women of color, like a Monique, like a Taraj, to get paid more money. But we got we to gotta also think about the others. We got to also think about the others that are, are facing and still facing pay disparity because think about it Let, let's let's stay on the color purple let's stay on the color purple because i did get a chance to see it right and i and i went to go see the movie the updated version of it i went for the acting when i saw the preview and saw who all was going to be in the movie and uh, and everything i didn't really care too too much for the storyline even though there were some hidden gems in that film that i saw I went for the acting because I knew 
actresses and, and actors and talent like Fantasia Barino and Corey Hawkins and Coleman Domingo and Danielle Brooks and Taraji and, and all of them, I knew they were going to bring it. But question is, how much did the others get paid? Sure. <laughs> you, you see where I'm going? Like, what about them? Money. What about them also? You can't, you can't disclose other people's money. They can't disclose it. They they can't. They can't. But, I mean, look, I had a conversation with my mom. We brought up Taraji P. Hansen because when the video first came out, I sent the link to my mother for her to watch it. We talked about it. And I said, well, mom, being the objective thinker that I am. Taraji P. Henson is doing a bit way more better than most of us in America right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, she's she doing a little bit more better. Than most of us. A little bit. I ain't saying a whole lot, you know. But a little bit more better. I don't know. I think it, 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 there's a pay disparity going on with a lot of people right now in this recession in this economic climate that we in this strange economic climate there's a pay disparity going on with everyone and so now going into 2024 we got to rethink our priorities and what we're going to be doing moving forward so this ties into tonight's conversation on the rise and fall of Hollywood. I mean, come continue, on. Yeah. I got to tell you this. I said this. <coughs> I just looked it up. Okay. Baby Boy came out in 2001. Baby Boy, I 2001. That's why I said. Yeah, it had to be 2000. Well, according to Google, it was 2001. But yeah. like I said, she had 20 years in the game and she grew in the game. So she deserves the more pay. And whatnot, she should not be getting less than a mil for her role. Well, to be exact, it's Never. twenty plus. It's twenty plus because we're coming up on my twenty-one years in radio, and I started in radio in twenty in two thousand three. So it got to be like twenty, at least twenty-one, twenty-two years for Taraji. Yes. Okay. So we, so we got to say twenty plus. Twenty plus. Twenty plus. Okay. So she deserves that type of money. When you have place, it's like this too. Math ain't bathing. <laughs> he 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 ain't saying this because he's still he's still recovering and whatnot. Jamie Fox is making sure that he's getting the check. If he didn't get slowed down from that sickness, he whatever he has, he still ain't disclosed it. But people already speculating it was like a slight stroke or major stroke or something like that. Mm-hmm. If he hadn't been slowed down, who knows what he would have done? And if he had finished that movie here in ATL, who knows and whatnot? So, and and he has won a Grammy, not a Grammy. Uh, now he did win a uh, Grammy. He won an Oscar and a Grammy. 
Uh, oh, so he won both. Okay, so he got both. Yeah. So he he's writing his check. Uh, 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 Monique actually won a Oscar, mm-hmm. but after she won the Oscar, that's when, in my opinion, like I said, her delivery uh, messed her up. She said truth, but she messed her up by the delivery how she did it. Taraj was happened to have it in our heart, and she bust out on an interview. So it's it's not harsh on how she did it and whatnot. So she deserves it. She should not be getting any low ball checks on any projects or anything, especially if they expect the project to be really very big. So okay. That's that's just me. Yes, that's just me. And yes, you can go into um, Hollywood right now. It's just it's just sad that certain actors, actors and actresses of color are, are getting lowballed to this day, knowing that we made several millions, hundreds of millions of dollars, and they're getting less than a million dollar check for the role. Mm. You know what? I would love to bring somebody from a production studio or who used to work at a production studio and break everything down so we can we can figure out why the math isn't mathing for actors like Taraji P. Henson. I think we should do that in the new year. Is get a, an executive from a, a former executive because it, it, you can't get an active executive to come on a platform like this. But to get a former executive. Yeah. I mean, not so much of a conflict of interest. It's, it's not that. It's just that. You, you don't want to bring somebody on and tell it like it is, but yet they are active within that organization. <laughs> right. You know, so, gotcha. you know, we want to bring somebody that formerly is an executive producer or a, 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 a production executive for that company and, and break all that down. I, th- I think we should do that in 2024 for the next Speed Break Morning Show episode. Educate us, enlighten us more about the game. Because I'm going to tell you something. Just like with music. Y'all saw that Breakfast Club interview with Leon Cohen, formerly of Def Jam. Mm-hmm. He showed you what it is. <laughs> he told you what it is. Leon Cohen. Def Jam, who helped sign artists like the late and great DMX. A lot of the artists that made Def Jam what it is. A tall 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", whatever height he is, white man, Caucasian man, telling you what it is. On a black label. <laughs> Just saying. Um, but I think her outcry is going to help spark change. And if she do decide, well, that's the that's the question. Like, how soon? We don't know. We don't know. 
you know i mean hollywood is already in ai mode yeah. it's already in ai mode and it's like well shoot yeah taraji can say what she wants and everything but do we really need her yeah you, you know because it's other taraji p hansons that are out there you saw what they did to your boy jonathan majors there's another jonathan majors out there and really quick because we're not going to dwell on that so much but um just to pivot again um reason why jonathan majors is going through what he's going through is because he hasn't been in the game long enough to get right. away to get away with what he done because right. if will if will smith if will smith was in his prime in 2022 and did what he did at the oscars oh yeah you would never hear from will smith ever again but will smith has been in the game too 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 long jonathan majors or actors like jonathan majors hasn't right see this goes beyond yep. race this goes beyond racism yeah that's why johnny depp can get away with what he did because johnny depp been acting since he was 12 years old 13 14 with you know whatever age right gotcha yeah yeah well been doing it for 30 years 30 plus years so hey yeah same thing with nate parker same thing with jason mitchell if y'all don't know remember jason mitchell he was the guy that played easy e from straight out of compton another rising star who could have been in a an, an oscar worthy or an oscar nominated movie by now yeah and i'm not saying that jonathan majors did or didn't we weren't there you know i mean we saw the video like okay come on now bro come on now he was being chased he's being chased really but then again i heard from a birdie shout out to my new yorkers the reason why a lot of black men have relocated from new york <laughs> is because the laws in new york are very very strict against black men in new york that's what i heard Manhattan. You gotta be specific. You know they still got the stop and frisk law in New York. They still got that law intact in New York. <laughs> now, if he was in the South, if he was here in Georgia and Atlanta, and that happened, yeah, probably would have found him not guilty on all accounts. But in New York. Yeah. And see, DJ Rowland, you kind of know because you're from Baltimore. 
So, <laughs> up there in those northern states, certain things. It's, it depends on what part. That's why you kept saying New York. I say you gotta say Manhattan. Why Manhattan? Why Manhattan? Manhattan? Manhattan, New York City. Yeah. If that happened down in the Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, okay. <laughs> anything of those cities, he would have got off. <laughs> well, we talk, but Roland. We're not talking about a black woman. You would never see that type of situation in the Bronx, in Brooklyn. You would never see that. You would never see that. And you know why you would never see that in the Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, Harlem, Long Island, Staten Island. You would never see that. You would never see that. Because if you were to see that, Jonathan Majors would be in prison. Not on some probation and all that. Nah. nah. Wrong person, wrong time. Shouldn't have been done in the first place um, and whatnot. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's just... When you have... That uh, uh, good representation of yourself, a celebrity, and whatnot. I'm like, you gotta watch out who the heck you're around because someone is gonna try to set your ass up because you did not give them the the type of day that they really wanted, and. They'll throw that type of stuff. I'm not saying all times. I'm not saying that <clears throat> that it's going to happen like that on every situation. But that's just how it is sometimes. And that's what they will do. I mean, those are the type of haters that will always be around no matter what. This is a so, message for any black actor, young black actor. And entertainer, entertainer. Well, entertainer. Well, you know, but I'm I'm saying primarily for actors, right? Because you know, because artists are different from actors. Um, but if you're getting into this business, film, television, you need to get a mentor. For all my young black actors, you need to get a mentor. You need to get a mentor like Denzel Washington, Samuel L. Jackson, Omar Epps. Omar Epps, you know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe That's Omar. Maybe Omar. Yeah. You don't want to get too big. You don't want to get too big with, with Samuel and, and Denzel. Go give us some Omar Epps. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're not on that type of vibe, though. You know, because Omar Epps is a very low key type of person. Like, you know, but then, but then maybe again, I don't know. You know, I'm I'm thinking of somebody more more seasoned, more. Oh yeah, this season. Oh, I got you. Believe me, I got you. It's just that you know, to grow in the industry, I would talk to a Lorenz Tate type of person. Omar Epps type of person, right? And then hopefully in a few years, I will definitely talk to Denzel and all that, you know. So yeah, I was just thinking, I was thinking Denzel and Law and you know Lawrence Fishburne or right Samuel Jackson, 
Because Because of them being Older men We don't know how much time They have left Gotcha Okay gotcha I say get them while they are still here Gotcha I, I absolutely agree But those names that you mentioned Like Omar Epps and Lorenz Tape Those are good Because you, you I, I would say all of the above Because you're getting a Still young but Season in the game perspective, but you get an older and really seasoned, really seasoned in the game to make sure that you on a straight and narrow if you're going to survive in this business. Right. And I think actors, you know, sometimes young black actors like a Jonathan Majors or what have you, you know. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not in their world like that. But I remember hearing actors, and I go back to Chadwick Boseman. You can tell that he learned a lot from a Denzel Washington. Yeah, Denzel paid for his um, acting um, school. Yeah, yeah. That's why you. But but not only that, but he learned a lot from Denzel Washington. How he moved. How he keeps himself avoids himself from scandals and stuff like that i mean he said that there wouldn't be no black panther without denzel washington so this this is the type of guy that looked up to denzel washington and when a person of that caliber looks up to a celebrity like denzel washington you also looking at how they move in this industry you know what i mean so if you're trying to get up to their level or, or trying to compliment them You can't be doing all the things That you out here doing Or associating yourself around The type of people That don't have all their marbles mm-hmm. So I don't know man Well I'm still going to see Creed 3 Again <laughs> Again You like Michael B. Jordan <laughs> Don't say it like that man Don't say it like that bro <laughs> Don't say it like that man Don't say it like that He's a, he's a, he's a handsome looking guy But he ain't that handsome <laughs> Just saying uh, but, but yeah But Taraji You know Get that paper Hope you get What you deserve Color Purple my quick review on it is that it was a good movie. Like I said, I went for the acting. Shouts to my mentor. Speaking of mentor, Reggie Gay for inviting me to the uh, to the premiere of the uh, Color Purple before it was released in theaters nationwide on Christmas Day. Uh, I saw it for more of the gems, and what I mean by gems, I mean by the wisdom, the knowledge, uh, some of the things that they talked about in the movie. I'm not going to spill the beans. On some of the things that were in the movie But let's just say that some of the things that Were in the adaptation of the movie Were not in the 1985 version of the film So So they updated it Updated it I mean same era Right But it's still yeah. updated Yeah mm-hmm. Absolutely Absolutely uh, We're not going to go into break We're going to keep it moving Because DJ Roland and I got to go Um I really want to touch on this KRS-One thing, but really quick, I want to touch on American Fiction. 
another movie that I want to go see. The two good movies that came out. I heard good reviews behind American Fiction. Two movies that came out in December. Color Purple and American Michael Fiction. Fiction is supposed to go off for an Oscar. Yes, yeah, already getting an Oscar buzz. Yeah. It's been nominated for a Golden Globe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Now that's what you now that's what I call black excellence. That's what I call black excellence. Pardon my sarcasm from earlier today. Uh, I posed a question on social media. By the way, uh, you are listening to the Beat Break Morning Show on 87 FM, 101 The Vibe FM, and also on Reach One Network, the Flow Television Network, and wherever you get your podcast from, Spotify, iHeart, WBS 87 FM, and WBBE, Louisville, Kentucky. We're in the uh, third hour of the Beat Break Morning Show extended version. We had to make up for last night really quick. Uh, American Fiction starring Jeffrey Wright. Some of you are all like, who is Jeffrey Wright? Well, you know, he was, he's been in a lot of movies. You know, his, his movie that really made him a very big, big star, in my personal opinion, was when he portrayed Basquiat, the painter. But I also really liked him in Shaft when he played that villain. You know, the Hispanic. Was he Hispanic, Latino? Oh, that's him. That was him, yeah. Cadillac Records when he portrayed Muddy Waters. I loved him in that movie as well. You can tell he was definitely, I guess you can call it a method actor, but an actor who can play any kind of role really good at it underrated i think he's underrated in my personal opinion he's underrated underrated what happens in in, um during during the um global awards and oscar awards and whatnot because uh i just hope and i don't think it's going to happen but i hope it doesn't happen wasn't like the 1985 version of color purple had so many nominations and did not get not one award. Mm. So hopefully that uh, this movie that you're discussing uh, gets one award so he can get acknowledged. That's how uh, Roger Henson got got really got more of the mainstream, I would say. Yeah. Because she was more knowledge outside of Cookie and whatnot. Cause we knew her way back when with, with Baby Boy. Oh yeah, um, Yvette. So, Yvette, by the way, that was her character name, Yvette. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, Yvette. I, he I was just, the, he, was she the was best the, for that. She was the type of woman that you definitely could not bring home to mama at first. <laughs> Wait, well, some of these kids are they bring any daggone thing home? Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. But yeah, American Fiction, 2023 American comedy drama film written and directed by Cord Jefferson in his feature directorial debut based on the 2001 novel, 2001, the same year as Baby Boy, by the way. Um, The film follows a frustrated novelist professor who jokingly writes an outlandish, stereotypical black, using air quotes here, black book out of spite only for the book to be published and receive 
widespread fame and acclaim. Uh, the movie also stars an A-list of celebrities from Tracy Ellis Ross, Issa Rae, Sterling K. Brown, Erica Alexander, Adam Brody, Keith David, and the list goes on and on and on. Um, I haven't saw the movie yet. I do plan to go see it. I heard some great reviews about it. I posed this question on social media. The same day that I thought me and DJ Roland was going to come on. And the question was, do you think Spike Lee's 2001 film Bamboozled is similar to American fiction? Now, Roland, have you have you seen the movie Bamboozled? Mm -hmm. You have. That's the one with Damon Wayans, right? Yep. Damon Wayans, Jake Pickett Smith. Right, that's all. What are your thoughts? From what I remember, it was a good movie, and uh, the uh, compared to what I'm looking at the the clips of uh, American fiction and whatnot, it's just two different eras. um, How it's it's portrayed, Um, I didn't kind of like Bamboozle. I see why he made it. I didn't really like it like that. You didn't like it? What you didn't like about it? I don't know. Maybe because I'm like, I was, I'm just basically telling <laughs> my age. I was 25 when I saw it. So, ah, you was 25. So you was looking at it from your 25 eyes compared to your 40 something eyes. Right. Exactly. Ah, okay. So, so you grow, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm like, okay. Cause back in those days, you know, my mindset was, whoo, it's so different, so much different then compared to now and whatnot, because I was a very young man, you know, and um, trying to learn myself. And and uh, I didn't I didn't see things in that light. Um, I know what Tuskegee has taught me, um, but I didn't see it in that light, because if I had more of those type of friends from mm-hmm. Tuskegee to hang with me mm-hmm. in my 20s, I probably ahead of myself right now, but who knows? But I only had like one, two good friends that I still talk to from Tuskegee. But if I had the other guys that I went to class with and, you know, lived in the dorms and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm probably looking at a different light of, of DJ Rogue, you know. Um, but it is what it is. What you, that's how I saw Bamboozle, how how it portrayed the world. I, I, I give I give in my opinion at that time at that time I, uh, I gave it a C. You know I like Spike at, Lee. at I that see time. Yeah, right. at that time. Would you go back and watch it? Yeah. If you go back I and would. watch it with your forty something year old eyes, do you think you yeah. would probably give it? A better rating. I, I probably had to give it a whole different grade and whatnot. Okay. To kind of see why I was thinking that way in my twenties. Okay. So so let me kind of add some context to why I put the question out there. Is American fiction the movie twenty twenty three similar to Sprite Lee's film Bamboozle that came out in two thousand one? So let me add some context to it. So for those who have never seen the movie Bamboozle, it was a 
sprightly film. It was very underrated. I wouldn't go as far as saying low budget because he has made some low budget films. But it didn't hit the commercial success that right. I guess Spike Lee thought it would be because it was a it was a lot of controversial stuff that happened in that movie. So basically Damon Wayans who is the star character, the the, the main star of the movie along with Jada Pickett Smith, Tommy Davidson, Savion Glover, uh who else will uh, what's the actor's name? Damn. <laughs> what is the yeah, actor's name? Michael Rappaport. There we go. Michael Rappaport. Yeah. And also Yasin Bay, better known as Most Deaf. Um yeah. Damon Wayans plays a television executive for a white owned TV network. And Damon Wayans as uh De La Croix, that was his character name in Bamboozled. He pitches to his boss, Michael Rappaport, a couple of ideas that highlights black people in a positive light, but as actors. So he's coming to his boss with ideas that are similar to, you know, the Cosby show and other black content that showcases black actors, black talent in a positive light. And the boss didn't like any of them. His boss is like, give me something that is stereotypical, basically. He didn't say that outright now. But he wanted something that was, of course, stereotypical to black people. Delacroix did not want to do that. But he was in his contract. And he realized, okay, if he doesn't deliver and and tries to quit, he would get sued. So what does Delacroix portray by Damian Wayans? Damian Wayans. What he does is he comes up with an idea and takes two black homeless men off the street and offer them a position to be stage talent in blackface. Mitchell show. Basically. So he pitches the idea to um, Michael Rappaport's character in the movie. And uh, he likes it. So they greenlit the show. They greenlit. It's kind of like a show but set on stage set on stage right it's stage play it's like a stage play type of show and you have these two characters that are coons they eating watermelon eating chicken they dancing and stuff you know they they're stereotypical coons and but damon wayans idea of doing that was to get him fired was to get him fired from the company. But the show, but, right, as opposed to quitting. However, it backfires because the show becomes an instant success. At first, when it premiered, 
People was like, wait a minute. Oh, uh-uh, this is offensive. This got to be taken down. We boycotting it. But there's an audience for that. And it starts getting highly acclaimed. But of course, with anything, with any type of project, whether it's a television show or a film that is highly acclaimed, it comes with controversy and even consequences. Violent ones. Which you will see in the movie Bamboozle if you happen to watch it. I say all that to say, uh, to me, it is kind of similar to American fiction. Because in American fiction, Jeffrey Wright, who plays the, of course, the uh, author in the film. um, He pitches ideas and try to get his ideas from off the ground to... Uh, highlight black people in a positive light Through books And it doesn't hit Nobody doesn't want to publish it Nobody doesn't want to put it out there So what he does is Like what I just described Earlier the, the premise behind the movie He makes a stereotypical book About black people And It gets acclaimed It gets a round of applause So That's why I asked the question Is Bamboozle similar to American fiction Now DJ Rome said it's in two different eras One is Televised Which is Bamboozled The other one is in a book American fiction And I would say Bamboozle was a good movie I, 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 I saw When the movie came out I was what uh, I was I was I was 17 I was 16, 17 when the movie came out And um, I looked at it differently Than DJ Rollum did and, and maybe because I had dreams Of being an actor But I also remember When that movie Came out It was it came out during the time where You had the WB and UPN and those two networks got criticized, especially UPN. That's why you said it. Right. It got, yeah. Yeah. UPN got criticized a lot for uh, some of the shows that aired on UPN and on the WB. Homeboys in Outer Space. Right. Yes. That's how I felt about it. Right. And you know what's so and crazy? Because DJ Rollum, I mentioned the stage play. Bamboozle because it was set on stage It was like a musical Minstrel show That was televised From New York Right We're talking about pre Tyler Perry Super Pre Tyler Perry <laughs> Yes that movie came out in 2001 uh, Tyler Perry stage play was already making its rounds around that time before Diary of a Mad Black Woman hit theaters. Right. They came out in 04, 05, something like came that. Came out in like 03, 04 around that time. Bamboozle came out in oh, 2001. Yeah. So I'm thinking that Tyler Perry, or actually, I'm sorry, Spike Lee got wind of what people like Tyler Perry was doing, but also was seeing what was happening with. UPN and the WB at the time And put yeah. two and two together And it was like oh okay And, and that's one of the reasons why Tyler and, and 
Spike had that beef at one point. And uh yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing American fiction. And there're going to be some I think there are going to be some things in the movie that will remind me of Spike Lee's Bamboozled. And if you haven't checked out Bamboozled, check out Bamboozled first before you go see American Fiction. And like I said, Bamboozled didn't get the same type of commercial success as American Fiction because, you know, American Fiction is Golden Globe nominated. I wonder how Spike Lee feels about that. Because <laughs> you know Spike <laughs> Lee, Spike Lee is an instigator. He's an uh, instigator and he, he doesn't hold anything back. My thing is this. Um, I can't recall. <clears throat> I still remember when my brother took me to see uh, Do the Right Thing. I still remember it to this day. And um, by attending the HBCU, um, I see where he was coming from with a lot of the stuff, especially with school days and whatnot. So uh, I always definitely respect Spike Lee because he he was doing something outside the box, and and uh, I knew it wasn't going to be lasting forever because of how he was doing outside the box. So I know he, he did change up. I forgot what movies he did that was more. Wait, wait, hang on. Hang tight, hang tight before we, um, because we got some people checking in, by the way, if you're just tuning in to the Beat Break Morning Show. Uh, we're talking about, because we got some people checking in on IG at Sean Garvey ATL. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Alicia F. Ooh, good grief. I'm sorry, I'm still under the weather, so I'm probably going to be mispronouncing some names tonight. Alicia, 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 Alicia. Hey, how you doing, Alicia? <laughs> how you doing? Uh, we're talking about American Fiction, the movie. If you haven't seen it already, uh, is it similar to Spike Lee's Bamboozled? Have you ever seen the movie Bamboozled by Spike Lee that came out in 2001? Is it similar to American Fiction? Uh, you can check out. I know I got to get it together. I'm sick. I'm under the weather. Charge it to my mind, not my heart. Um, <laughs> check us out on YouTube, Beat Break Radio. Um, that's where we're streaming right now. YouTube, Beat Break Radio, and on the Flow Television Network. I don't know if we are still on the Flow Television Network, but check us out on YouTube, Beat Break Radio. Um, that's where we are having the conversation from. We are talking about American fiction. The movie, is it similar to Spike Lee's Bamboozled? I'll put it in the comment section there. Uh, YouTube Beat Break Radio. Just put it in the search engine box. Beat Break Radio with live YouTube. We're also on uh, Facebook. I'm also on Facebook as well. Sean Garvey on Facebook. I am summercasting everywhere in the cyber universe. So you can check me out there on Facebook. Sean Garvey or YouTube Beat Break Radio. Check me out there. But I put it in the comment section. And we will, uh, before we wrap things up, we definitely got to talk about the KRS-One and MC Shan response to the hip-hop Grammys. But piggyback, over to you, DJ Rollum. Um, as you were saying about Spike Lee, go ahead. I was saying as, uh, um, I'm still a fan of Spike Lee. 
because Spike Lee started doing outside the box material. And in my eyes, I kind of knew it wasn't going to last forever. Um, he's going to feel a certain type of way. He might already feel that certain type of way um, <laughs> about American fiction. But um, it is what it is. He's he's um, a type of, I would say, director. Yeah, basically the same way Ice Cube said. I just love making movies. I love putting something, some unique material out there. Um, that's what he has done throughout his career. You know, for a forty-year career, forty-plus year career, is what he has done, and um, I commend him on that. And uh, just just keep being you. Things always going to be like, God dang it, why, why did I even think of this? Or why are they getting uh, acknowledged for this or that? Um, that's, that's, that's just me. Um, people are always going to see something. We, we're in a bigger world now compared to what he was doing you know, 30, 40 years ago. Much bigger world. Um, a lot of the technology has changed. And, 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 and now you say it, and it's what it is now. That's what the writers were going for. Because they want to get paid, AI is is in is in place, so it's it's totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, what is going on? Um, it, it's to each his own. You just got to figure out, play the game, and figure out how to like. Okay, to me, how can I outdo this to make it be well known? That's right. that's just how I see it. Mm. Okay, okay, fair enough. Let's go to the comments. Uh, no 7114 says the movies or characters that won an Oscar won under how they view us then and now. Nothing has changed. Yes, it is awesome to break into something that is not meant for us, but with dignity. Okay. Just okay. I, I, I really respect that, that, that comment. You know, okay. it's, it's, it speaks a lot of volume, you know. Uh, because we're playing their game, their game, mm-hmm. to be acknowledged in their world when we already been here in their world. So I feel that that's 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 a that's an awesome comment. Okay, keep those comments in. Beat Break Radio YouTube. Um, but yeah, I I I think Spike Lee was definitely on to something when he came out with Bamboozled. Actually. Bamboozle was one of my favorite movies from Spike Lee. Really? It was. Wow. Yeah. It was very underrated, controversial, but he was on to something. And I think at that time it needed to be seen because think about it, DJ Roland. You look at rap videos. You you look at some of the stuff that we see, you know, whether it's on social media. Because social media is a form of TV to a certain extent and even in rap videos and in the music that we hear a lot on commercial radio mainstream radio I mean a lot of it is minstrel I'm 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 not gonna cap a lot of it is minstrel blackface a lot of it is minstrel. And yeah, you can say, oh, well, it's just for entertainment purposes and all that. People take what they see on television a lot 
and think that it's their own reality. Sad. Yeah. And that's why I'm so looking forward to going to go and see the movie American Fiction. You know, because it's coming from the viewpoint of a person who's not only frustrated DJ Roland, but it's coming from the viewpoint of somebody who wants to see us do better. You know, and, and also prove to the masses that we don't have to put out content of us drinking 40s and smoking a blunt and women shaking their asses and rapping about dress and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shaking, you know, showing off our guns and doing all this stereotypical stuff. That I sometimes see Or at times See on a daily basis On social media Because now it has went from television And movies to social media And that's a sad state of affairs Just saying Yeah man Uh, Really quick because we only got A little bit of time left Uh, Definitely Check out American Fiction And when I get a chance to see it When I check it out um, I'm going to come back on the Beat Break Morning Show And let you all know what I thought about it uh, KRS-One And MC Shan Respond to The Grammys Hip Hop 50th Tribute Whereas KRS-One Says You get no respect here son well, he didn't say the sun part. I just added that in there. <laughs> you get no respect. So, Chaos One went on a rant. I mean, he was, I guess he was asked by an interviewer why he turned down the invitation to appear to the 50th Grammy celebration for hip hop. Of course, you know, it's the year of hip hop, 50th celebration, 50th anniversary celebration. You know, and uh, you know, people like Quest Love and LL Cool J, they've been very, very uh, heavy behind these different events that they've been holding to commemorate the 50th anniversary for hip hop throughout this entire year, right? Right. And um, people like Carol's One was invited, and Carol's One turned it down. He turned it down And uh, it was because He felt that Throughout the years The Grammys Did not Respect hip hop As a culture The Grammys Did not Want to Give hip hop its flowers the Grammys did not want to give rap artists, hip hop artists, their respect throughout the years. And uh, of course, MC Shan went on live behind him maybe a day or two after that and felt the same way. You know, 
here's my what's your take here's my take on this <coughs> Kara's one is right about it they did that for years uh, one of the uh, things that uh, Fresh Prince and uh, Jazzy Jeff did back well I think it was 87 they boycotted the, uh, the Grammys yeah they boycotted the Grammys they didn't show up you know okay. uh, and there, and there was a hot name group, you know, those two. Um, I can see why. But here's the thing. It's like that year when um, during the Oscars that not one black movie was got an Oscar. Got nominated like crazy. I think they got nominated. But I know they didn't win. Mm-hmm. And that was the time when Will and Jada attended and whatnot. So... I don't. I don't know. It's. 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 Uh, I feel what KRS One has said. I don't disagree with them on that. It's like I said earlier. We gotta be in their world um, to perform, to do our thing, and whatnot. It's been. It's always been like that. Um, yeah. Because it's their world. They started. We had. A, you know, Don Cornelius had to do his thing back in the. Uh, late 80s to do the Soul Train Awards to try to be equivalent to uh, the Grammys and whatnot because that's what it was uh, um, Soul Train Music Awards uh, getting the Soul Train Award was just as big as getting a Grammy and and I'm like see because we got to do our own because we respect our own there's no way you can do a Soul Train um Award ceremony without having hip hop in it. Okay. So, just because we do our thing um, unique that that the the masses don't understand, don't see where we come from because they haven't grew up in it, or whatever the case may be, they say like, "Well, don't don't it may it may mess up the ratings. It it's going to scare the kids." or whatever the case may be because they're in their uh, silver spoon type of living style. They don't see what goes on in the streets. They don't understand uh, the ghetto or whatever the case may be, the working class and whatnot. You know, so mm. that's why I, I appreciate what Dr. Dre discovering Eminem and whatnot showed that, okay, it does exi- exist in the, uh, in the white culture, the Caucasian culture. It does exist. Okay. You can bring somebody out, you know, the Beastie Boys. You know, uh, there's another group I can't think of his name. Um, I know they sing the Gas Face. I just can't think of their name and whatnot. Oh, you talking about Third Base? Third Base, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yep. So, so, so they they seen it and whatnot. And and Eminem, reason why he got the stardom he got, in my opinion, is because of Dre. Because Dre discovered him and he put him out there like that, mm. you know. Beastie Boys did their thing and and the um, uh, Third Base did their thing, but they ain't get that the clout, the, the the status, not the clout, the status as Eminem did, you know. So, um, but it existed, and and I guess the the fear of what how people view it, like ooh, ah, you know, <laughs> they didn't want to. Um, understand it, and, and it's just appreciate his music. It's like what they do with these daggone movies, you know. We, oh, it's 
I guess, like I said, I agree with KRS one, but to me, be out there for us. I understand that. I understand. I respect it, but be out there for us. If Ice T, the way he is so vocal on X and whatnot, he, I mean, he, he does not give a f at all. He puts mm-hmm. out daily quotes every day about how the haters are out there and whatnot, okay. and it never goes away. Period. Okay. I, so that's I, how I like about Ice T. So if Ice T can do it, Carlos wants you to do it. Okay. So I'm going to come in with a question. And I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with KRS1. I'm going to have to disagree with KRS1. I understand where he's coming from. I would have agreed with KRS1 40 years ago. <laughs> I would have agreed with him 40 years ago. My question is. What does then got to do with now? Because this is because this is fiftieth of hip hop. So when KRS One talk about they and MC Shan talk about they, and I respect them because they are one of the pioneers of hip hop, right? But who is they? See, I like to ask questions like that. Like one, what does then got to do with now? And then two. Who is they? Because they, those same people who didn't want Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff to be highlighted at the Grammys and didn't want to give a lot of notoriety to rappers at that time, are they still working behind the scenes at the Grammys? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's a lot more diverse now than ever before. Right. I mean, 40, 50 years ago, a person like LL Cool J could not host the Grammys. He could not. Right. A person like LL Cool J could not do the things that he has done over the past few years at the Grammys 50 years ago. Some of the hip-hop performances that you have seen over the years, 15, 20 years thus far, would have not happened at the Grammys 50 years ago. Things change. That's just like saying, oh, well, we're not going to go to this particular restaurant, even though it's not owned by a black person. We're not going to go to this particular restaurant. You don't get no respect here because you never respected us before. But you got black folks working at these restaurants. You got black folks working and, at these restaurants. And they management at those restaurants. They, they, and some of the people that work at these restaurants are, like what you just said, DJ Rollum are in management that are black. I want y'all to marinate on that because what we need to stop doing in our culture, in our community, is that we got to stop looking at the negativity and everything. We got to stop that. 
you know and and I, and again i respect people like krs1 i grew up to his music i grew up mc shannon all them the bridge is over the bridge is over you know whoop, whoop. that's the sound of the police yeah i love those records and i love what they stood for but you know this is hip-hop's moment like at least give us something (laughs) this is hip-hop's moment to acknowledge and celebrate and also too if you think if you look at it from a young person's aspect right or or not even a young person but a, a person who of course been in the the culture 40 50 years ago like some of the younger people that watch the Grammys probably did not know who a Ku Herc was. Probably didn't know who a Slick Rick was. Probably didn't know who the Fat Boys were. Probably didn't know who the Beastie Boys were. Probably didn't know who Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five were. Probably didn't know. Dude, sure enough, they didn't know that Ice T was a rapper. They like what? I thought he just played in SVU all the time. No, <laughs> former pimp. <laughs> I'm just saying we got to be a bit more open minded these days because things have changed. Things have changed. We don't know what could happen next at the Grammys next year. You know, from this 50-year celebration and and also to DJ Rollum, they allowed Fresh Prince, Will Smith, to perform a reunion. A, a, a DJ that you look up to, DJ Rollum, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Sure don't do. At this celebration. Almost a year uh, No not almost A year after His Historic But yet Tragic moment At the At the Oscars Right I see my boy Precise Precise He just charged He's on Instagram We're just talking about Your boy KRS1 And MC Shan Shout out to Precise Precise Shout out to Precise we're running out of time, man. I wish you could be on this convo. We're talking about KRS One, MC Shan responding to uh, the 50th Grammys. Um, I disagree with KRS One and MC Shan. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I mean, hey, you know they have the right. At the end of the day, they have the right to turn down the invitation, or at least KRS One, because MC Shan didn't get invited. Uh, every. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't mean that in a dis, in a disrespectful way, DJ Roland. But <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, everybody in hip hop didn't get invited. Everybody, I mean, come on now, everybody. Do you think? Do you think the Far Side got invited to the hip hop Grammys? Do you think Diggable Planets got invited to the hip hop Grammys? <laughs> do you think? Who else? I mean, I mean, we talking about a genre 
of a million MCs. A genre of million MCs. Everybody uh, didn't get invited to the party. As a DJ, it's like I like giving props to 50 years of hip hop and you can it's hard to even put each and every person that participated in this great uh episode of 50 years into within I say 4 hours cuz it's just too many to to put in that um from 73 to 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 20 um 2023 it is it's hard to do that and um it's it's that's why I say I, I agree with Kara's one, but and, and I see what you're saying from that. It's just that, come on, I mean, it's we're looking at the celebration of it. That's what I'm saying. I respect what he's saying, but I'm not, I'm looking at the celebration. The That's celebration. why I say I look at how Ice T is. <laughs> if people follow Ice T, you and see the stuff that he has said, and he talks about current stuff. That he's gone through and, and and whatnot, and how haters are going to be there forever, to the day you die, and then they go probably still hang around after your death just to see what can they else say. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I'm, if he can do it, hey. So so if this celebration was to air on, let's say, on a BET, which is not black owned, TV One is. Right, you know, would would Kara's one would have showed up? <laughs> well, you, I mean, I'm just saying. Do you think Kara's one would have showed up if it aired on of BET? Course. If it aired on be, TV One, when they showed the uh, the uh, the Soul Train Awards, Soul Train Awards was not on um, regular TV. BET was the uh, the uh, BET main. and Paramount Plus, right? Well, before Paranormal Play, I'm talking about during the beginning stages of Soul Train Awards. Oh, okay. BET was the main source to see that show. So if Soul Train was doing anything with 50 years of hip hop, I know they did. I'm just saying, yeah, and, and they invited Karis one to it. Yeah, he'll show up for that in a heartbeat because, you know, that's pure black. Which right is there. under a Soul Train Award. Which before. is under the same right. umbrella as CBS because they are all owned by Viacom. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All that. So, yeah, you're looking at all I that. mean, a lot of proud viewers and listeners don't 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 know it from that standpoint. Yes, but um, but yeah, you know, it's if it, because it's not on mainstream as uh, you know, on a regular mainstreaming network, NBC, CBS, ABC, you know, and now Fox too. So, if it's not one of on those <sighs> uh, mainstream channels. Then no, that's why he enjoyed because of of what they did in the past, and I and I, I really like how you explained it and whatnot. But we're in this stage now that I'll say, unless my, my boy Sean, my, uh, my big boy Sean, um, he 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 knows about tribe because I play tribe throughout his life. If I had played Kara's one, he would know who Kara's one is. But since I ain't really play him that much, he's like, who's Kara's one? 
Right. He may know who he is, but I'm just saying, for instance, you know, unless someone is introduced to that era of of, of hip hop, right. they ain't going to know. So you should have just been out there to say, oh, that's a kid that's one. Oh, it starts you at know, home. And, and if you saw the movie, I'm going to get you, sucker. <laughs> you saw him at the end yeah. of the movie. It know? starts at home. <clears throat> it starts at home. There you go. Yeah. Uh, if you're only seeing a black screen, it's only because my Wi-Fi is Wi-Fi. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you mean Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi. 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 Yeah. We're getting ready to close out the show anyway. So, man, we've been on here too damn long. Been on here too damn long, man. But, yeah, that's a healthy conversation. I mean, you know, celebrating hip-hop, hip-hop 50. I'm going to go back and watch it. Uh, I, I got a lot of stuff I need to watch. I need yeah, to watch. I actually, I recorded it. I really wanted to see it from beginning to end. I did record it. I, I'm still going to look at it and whatnot. Um, so I really would like to uh, check that out myself. I want to see uh, one of the performances I definitely want to see is Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff. I definitely want to see that. Oh, uh, yeah. Because they're definitely wearing the same outfit they did wear back in 87 and whatnot because I was definitely glued to the TV when they did perform and whatnot as a, as a child and I was even thinking about DJing at that time I know yeah. that I wanted to play music and put it together right uh, before we get up out of here NO7114 goes on to say you know who quote unquote they are it's the higher power so you saying that God? <laughs> no, she's saying that God was responsible for not letting rappers get the same kind of shine as the other artists from different genres at the Grammys, historically speaking. Is that what you say? Is that what? I hope the higher powers in quotations. The the word they is in quotation, not higher power. They is in <laughs> it's not a high. Yeah. Well, I believe in a higher power. I do. But no, it's two different higher powers I believe in. The one that you worship to and the one that you know. <laughs> you get high too <laughs> Those are the only two higher powers I believe in Oh, But after this week I'm definitely going to go <laughs> seek those two higher powers No just one of them Because I, I, I don't Dibble and dabble into that other thing <sighs> Um, This has been the Beat Break Morning Show Last episode of 2023 2024 is a coming Looking forward to it. Where can people follow you at DJ Rollo? <laughs> always, always follow me at DJ Rollo on IG. Um, I can't say Twitter X. <laughs> Twitter X, bruh. Uh, and uh, uh, DJ Rollo Townsend on Facebook. And before we go into it, I'm going to say this real brief: that DJ Rollo finally will be um, have his debut date 
on Twitch on this coming Friday, uh, yes. December 29th at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I believe, what, 7.30 specific standard time, depending on uh, what part of the country you're at in the world. I don't know. Just look at it from the Americans' style of time. <laughs> but, uh, yes. Congratulations. Congratulations on the uh, new move to Twitch. Very proud of you. You know, you paid your dues. And, um... Thank you. Yeah, man, and uh, you get an enhancement. Get an enhancement to uh, be streamed live on Twitch. Everybody's on Twitch, or at least almost everyone. I'm not on there yet. Yeah, I know. I'm working, I'm that's working. what I'm trying to get you on there. But you'll you'll eventually fall in. You probably fall in through eventually. Yeah, one platform at a time. One platform right, at exactly. a time. You know, of course, uh, Roku TV channel, Honey, January first. Just around the corner on a Monday, yes. New Year's Day. So we're going to have some stuff up there, mostly on-demand content. We need time to build, but don't worry, folks. You will eventually see some new stuff on Honey, on your Roku TV channel. All right? So just be patient. Bear with us. It's a new endeavor that I am getting myself involved in, but in the long run, you will definitely get to see the real experience behind honey and all the amazing content soon to be released on honey very soon uh, in the meantime pray for me y'all still overcoming this bug that's why you heard me <laughs> cough every so often but um i'm getting a little bit better like i said shout out to the cough drops as you can see on IG Live, I'm on IG Live, Sean Garvey ATL. Uh, shout out to the cough drops and the night quill that I will be partaking in in just a few minutes. And uh, yeah, pray for me, y'all. Pray for me. Definitely, sir. Definitely, definitely. 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 At Sean Garvey ATL on Instagram. If you're not following me, follow me there. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And I've been doing a poor job in not putting uh the youtube banner on our screen here if you're watching us on reach one network and on youtube i reach out to some folks i try to get as many folks i possibly can man we're trying to yeah we're trying to increase our um subscription up on youtube subscribe to our youtube channel beat break radio you can see it on our screen there and uh we're trying to get at least to a thousand before the new years at least a thousand all at right at least a thousand all right, y'all. So thank you so much for tuning in to the B-Break Morning Show. And to end things off, um, you know, of course, uh, this is going on the end of 2023. You know, DJ Rollo, being the, 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 the hip-hop mixer, you got to close the show out with your last mix dedicated to 50 years of hip-hop. Definitely. Definitely. What you going to end the show with? It's going to be phenomenal and whatnot. It's definitely <laughs> most welcome of the 50 years of hip hop. Okay. 70s through the present. It's going to be phenomenal. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, we've been doing that over the past few episodes. You know, you've been giving us some great mixes, some hip hop. So, man, looking forward to it. 
All right, man. About to take this night quill. <laughs> and uh, enjoy, enjoy. Uh, so days live this Friday at nine p.m. We got a bonus episode, nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time, hosted by the Ashley Monique. And that will be our last So Dates episode of 2023. Uh, we're going to take So Dates Live into a new direction. Just FYI. I'm going to implement that to the people right on the show. But details are underway in 2024. Just be on the lookout. And um, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Yes, happy sir. New Year to you, DJ Rollum. And Happy New Year you to you. You and your family, man. Yeah, same to you. Same to you, man. And uh, definitely looking forward to 2024 man a lot of big things happening with uh dj roller productions and reach one communications man yes sir yes sir man so until the next time we will talk to you again in 2024 stay tuned for the caffeine and ng drink mix with our very own dj roller dedicating 50 years of hip-hop and all weekend beat break morning show hip-hop interviews um we got hip hop interviews that we're going to be airing uh, marathon all weekend long. DJ Rollum interviews from okay. the Grand Grandmaster Flash, Furious Five. Uh, who else, man? Sparky D, Eric Sermon. Remember that? Oh we, yeah, we, we, definitely we, him. Yeah, oh, Eric yeah. Sermon, DJ Three Sixty. Uh, so many, oh, yeah. yeah, so many great interviews, man. Um, you know, just to commemorate the uh, last couple of days of Hip Hop Fifty. All right. 87 FM 101 The Vibe FM man We out Peace Peace Sean Garvey Is the MC So respect the architect As I put you to build DJ Rollum Is the DJ Go DJ That's my DJ Go DJ That's my DJ And Star Kells Fills you in On what's trending He's doing anything for clout Do anything for clout The Beat Break Morning Show Tune in and tap in.